Hello and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And well, we have a lot to get into. Breaking news, left, right, and center. This is Xbox's week, ladies and gentlemen. The developer Direct is only a couple of days away. We're expecting some big reveals, maybe even a super secret uh, you know, shadow drop, right? And Ooh. obviously, there were some people that thought that it was going to be Stalker 2. We got some news on Stalker 2. Uh, that has been delayed. We'll get into that momentarily. Uh, we have a uh, community question that came the way of a DM. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're going to we're gonna kind of... It, it, it's, it's not the biggest topic, but it's a topic that I think will certainly levy uh, some good opinions from both Infinite Umbra and Steel Rain. Mm. Obviously, you see by the title, uh, South of Midnight, Clockwork Revolution, Avow, Towerborn, all pre- pre-installed, are ready for pre-install on your Xbox. Uh, what does that mean? I, I don't know. We're going to break that down. And in that conversation, I, I want to kind of talk about brand, the importance of brand identity. Uh, this is something that's been a hot topic of discussion since Xbox is apparently going third party, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Phil Spencer, who sat down with Jez Corden, I don't know, maybe a month ago, maybe not even that long ago, and assured us that we weren't that that Xbox was going to have its exclusive. Xbox is not going third party, but you know the conversation with the PlayStation Nation continues because they keep begging for games, even though I thought Xbox had no games and were mm. mid and 60 mm. meta I, I i why would you want to play those games i don't know but we're going to break all of that down we're going to start first with steel rain great show you and Ow. kong knocked it out of the park this saturday Thanks, obviously this this saturday is going to be a fun show because you oh, both yeah. are going to be reacting to what has transpired on thursday so obviously we're all going to be tuning in for that, but how the heck are you, man? Welcome. Well, Mr. Boomstick XL, we're back in the Xbox Factor Podcast Kingdom, and uh, yeah, man, as we do on a week-to-week basis, I don't know how, why, or what the reasoning behind how we do it, but um, yeah, man, four hours plus of content every weekend, get, get, <laughs> just hammering people over the head with energy, uh, giving them that ECP, um, and always coming from that RTS perspective, right? Because being a gamer, uh, although I don't play RTS games much myself, um, I do think, you know, coming in from that satellite view where you're looking at everything, maybe you even tread those dark corners. But coming back with the information that you might find in those dark corners and building up that foundation uh, to reach those three billion gamers that Phil always talks about. Yep. Uh, that's always the goal, man. So hopefully we're going to continue to bring that here. I'm glad to be here with the next box Factor podcast. Boom again. I uh, appreciate you just opening up a bedroom for me. You even gave me a king bed. Like, king oh, size man. bed. That's right. It's, it's, it's a home. It's a home away from home, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. But much love. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get to it. So. Yeah, listen, uh, we're happy to have you here. Happy to have you a part of the show each and every week. You bring us a, a, a solid tenacity to everything that you do. And it's great to work with you each and every week. Infinite Umbra, my friend, my brother, all the way from Chi-Town. Finally, New York got some snow. We got four plus inches last night. Uh, it's supposed to snow, I think, on Thursday and Friday again. I'm very excited. 
Uh, I had to shovel the spot, didn't mind. Had to clean off the car, didn't mind. I like the cold. I like the snow. I know you guys have been getting dumped in Chi-Town. Obviously, Randall Thor had lost power, I think, for a day in that mm. cold, which isn't good. Uh, but listen, man, we got a lot to get into. Xbox is going to be dropping the gauntlet, so to speak, this week. And the news, well, the positive news for Xbox continues. Infinite Umbra, how are you feeling, kind sir? I'm feeling good, boom. Good morning to you and uh rain, but and also hey. good morning to the chat. Yeah, man. Um, it has been really, really cold here in Chicago. Right now it's like one degree, so it's cold. But wow. The other day, like when Rand lost power and all that was like minus 10. Like it was freezing. Jesus so, Christmas. Um, that is crazy. That, that's just crazy. But funny enough, well, not funny <laughs> enough, but oddly <laughs> enough, my power went out in my place too for like 30 minutes. But I but that's I got there good. fortunately later, so like I wasn't affected too much by it. So, but still, it went out too. I'm like, what type of service is this? Snow take you out and cold? No, yeah, but yeah. it is what it is. But, um, that's unfortunate. I mean, Rand is you know, as part of his profession is to work and fix that, so I'm sure he took care of it. But, um, yeah, man, it's been decent as far as the week goes. I had you know, tried that uh, Prince of Persia. Uh, so good, dude. Game. I'm playing man. it right now. I'm three I hours saw it. in. I saw you playing it earlier. It, it, man, that game is addictive. If you all have not played it, chat family, you know, they have a demo out for it. Definitely give it a try. I'm going to say this early contender for top 10, maybe even top five. It is, it is a Metrovania. Uh, it is mm -hmm. gorgeous. And it is, it's probably the, I mean, depending on who you ask, like, a lot of people are enjoying, um, Avatar, I didn't enjoy it. I, I, I just, I just didn't. I could not get into it. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed with it. Uh, and I was expecting big things from this. What I didn't expect is what you said. It is addictive because you're trying to find your way, mm -hmm. and in the process of doing so, you're finding secrets and you're finding different things. It's, it's, it's phenomenally done. Absolutely, and that's the best. The best type of Metroidvanias to me are those where you. You really have to trek back. I mean, they all made that way anyway, but the, the best ones that keep you engaged to that point. Mm -hmm. I think the fighting system it has in it is pretty good, too. It's like the yeah. combat is solid. The way you have you moves, very fluid. Um, I didn't see any or experience any like technical issues or anything like that. It ran flawlessly, um, which it should. And, you know, I had come to when I paid attention and saw who actually made it. I was like, no wonder. I mean, these developers, Montreal, is it uh, Montpelier, uh, Ubisoft Montpelier, they made rayman they've made beyond good and evil like yep. these dudes are talented so I, I we should have expected it to be this good to be fair so but when we saw it announced it looked really really good i was hyped for it then playing it solidified everything i thought because i played the demo and bought it immediately so yes uh unfortunately i bought it, it was crazy right because i bought it and then thought that the general edition would get you access on the 15th and then i looked mm. i was like oh no it's for the ultimate edition or whatever the deluxe you should have returned it should have i tried it was, uh, yeah i tried but it didn't process i think I, something wrong happened because when i i tried it's a whole runaround i did i bought ubisoft plus i'm like i want to play this game now i want to play it on my raw guy like while i'm away etc yep. right? and i did all of that but my old account that i had with ubisoft back in 2009 was still connected so it connected uh, to that and i can't disconnect it because the email address i use for it is now defunct <laughs> uh, what a cluster uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's annoying but it is what it is i'm gonna see what i can do about it but 
yeah, happy to be here with you fellas today. And I mean, we got a lot of good news to talk about. You all heard the rumors. I mean, I know a lot of people are feeling a way about some of this stuff, but you all heard the rumors about like what contraband and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, contraband is. Uh, I mean, obviously, Mag was on uh, on a tear uh, yeah. on, of course, on Friday night show. I was I was hanging out in the chat, and you know, yep. he had a, he had a lot to say about contraband. Contraband, uh, from what I understand, is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that game turns out to be. Uh, I think eight eight v eight uh, online, uh, which is pretty mm-hmm. dope. And uh, I, you know, again, it's obviously there's uh, it's it's we we don't know exactly what the game is, but it, it it's it again it's based on what Mag was saying. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. It does. Um, it did. That's why I tried to ask him as many questions as I could. Just you know, you heard me. I was probing. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Oh, was but i i was like yeah let me uh see if i can get anything extra from him you know and anything mm-hmm. share without betraying his trust of his source um at least and so yeah. careful not to do that but the eight va or uh, well, the eight player thing like i'm guessing because code did a video on it today too so it's like four v four probably cops versus you know criminals something like yeah. that mm-hmm. which would be pretty dope uh to try to get away from them and such and i so i i came to, to the conclusion it must be like a excuse me, a payday slash <clears throat> um, payday slash against Grand Theft Auto 5-esque kind of thing. Because like in Grand Theft Auto 5, you know, you do the heist and then you drive, you got to yes. get away and such. So I'm thinking it's something like that, a hybrid and at least you're running away and driving away. It seemed the way he described it, it it hyped me up because I, was, I wasn't I was as hyped for it after so long, but that really hyped me up. Wow. I mean, yeah. listen, it's, 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 what, why... Okay, so you know the, the the theme is Xbox is cooking, right? Someone actually just said it in the chat, so I kind of want to talk about that for a hot second because, mm-hmm. you know, Xbox is cooking, um, and what's interesting about what they're cooking is that this is going to be a smorgasbord of different types of genres. Now, obviously, I I make no excuses for being a fan of the way Sony produces their games. Um, I only have a PlayStation 5 to buy exclusive content. Uh, there are some content that they keep rehashing and rehashing and rehashing. I will not buy it. I won't even spend the $10 for the upgrade uh, for The Last of Us, which, by the way, is getting uh, uh, called The Greatest Game Just Got Greater. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the same game, folks. I don't understand. It, it, the, honestly, when you see it side by side, it does not look that much better. And yes, you got a guitar playing mode, and and the ro- the roguelite the, the the roguelite is probably going to be fun. People are going to probably enjoy that, and if you do enjoy that, good on you. I'm not a roguelite kind of a uh, a player anyway, so it doesn't it doesn't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. The uh, guitar playing thing, I think, is just preposterous. It's just I find it to be ridiculous. You know, you pick a character, you play as Ellie, you play as I said, if you could play as a clicker, maybe they got something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're sitting on a bed neat. playing the guitar, that'd be something interesting. But yeah, other than that, it's it's fine. Um, but it's Xbox is doing everything in their power to lure you into their ecosystem through Game Pass and allowing you to play here, there, and everywhere is definitely a trait. And when you say Xbox is cooking, just look at the games that are being shown this Thursday. Now, yes, they're all you know, like it depends. It depends on what your 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 status quo is for AAA. Aura mm-hmm. is going to be big for someone like Pong Soul. He cannot wait to get into it. He cannot wait to play it because they're coming at this from a different 
type of mentality when it comes to the you know the the four x uh, um, RTS types of games. You know, normally I, I was listening to you guys on Saturday. He was saying that there is usually a bunch of factors that allow you to you know win the game, mm-hmm. and this is taking that 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 formula and throwing right out the window, and that they're doing it their own way. I think that's very interesting. Again, not a game for me, and I'm not going to play it, but that doesn't mean someone else isn't going to play it, right? Um, and I'm, you know, again, we we have we have a lot to get into. I do want to talk about the Stalker two first, but if anyone is wondering what game this is, like, boom, what is this? This is Onrush. It came out during the Xbox One era. It's available on PS4, Xbox uh, One. Um, it did get some visual upgrades uh, playing it on the on the Series X. It's ridiculously fun. It's it's almost a, it's almost as if it's a spiritual successor to MotorStorm on the PlayStation 3 with the way that the wrecks go. And you, you know, your point, your whole point is to get points. And they have different ones. Like this one, we have to drive through these green lines to, to keep extending the time. There's another one where there's a disc, a circle that's like going around that you have to drive into and stay on there and protect it while you're driving to get the to get the points. It's it's crazy good fun. Um, I put like three hours into this. And uh, I figured, you know what, driving games, especially with the podcast, look really good, and they're fast. And this is running incredibly fast. So that's what, I, that's what I've been up to. Let's, let me pull up what Stalker had to say, gentlemen, because obviously uh, new information has come the way. That's Stalker 2. Uh, and this comes, of course, this, this was delivered to us by, well, a lot of people are talking about it. But specifically... Um, it was Idle Sloth, as you know, Idle does what Idle does. The guy mm-hmm. is, you know, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, let me see if I can actually find it. Um, okay, I, I want to read the press release, or at least some of it, but I'm going to go first to you, Steele. Um, Stalker 2 mm-hmm. is ha- has been confirmed as being an Xbox and PC exclusive. Um, there's been a lot of chatter in the last 24 hours. I, I sent you guys all the DMs, um, a lot of tweets. From Stalker, the developer, a lot of mm-hmm. tweets from a, a Stalker fan account. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. All these tweets, what if this is the shadow drop? That's what I that's what I was actually going for, uh, right. well, going with, because I'm like, well, there's a lot of news here. It's gotta be, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that unfortunately it's being delayed. And I do have the press release thanks to uh uh Idle Sloth mm-hmm. here. Let me let me let me let me read some of it and we're gonna break it down because it. obviously there are some people that are disappointed. I get it, mm-hmm. but we also have to take a step back, folks. Let's let's kind of let's be a little real about this. This is the developer that has been forced out of their homes in Ukraine because of what's happening between Ukraine and Russia, right? Some of their developers stayed behind to defend the country and lost their lives in the line of duty. Okay. They had to uproot their whole company along with all of their family to move to safety. How this game is still actually releasing in 2024, I have no idea. That yeah, shows you the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the pure tenacity that this developer has for this game. Mm-hmm. Let me just read some of it, Steel. Yeah. It says this. Dear Stalkers, last year during Gamescom 2023, 
we finally had a chance to meet you in person. We gathered around the campfire with you to share something valuable that we have been creating for all of you uh, these years. A small part of Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, publicly for the first time ever. One of our, uh, our one-time initiative then transformed into a journey from campfire to campfire across France, Brazil, Singapore, and other countries. Thousands of players were able to play the game themselves and give us the much-needed feedback afterwards. And as true friends always do, you, should, you, uh, you shared your honest thoughts of the game, both positive and negative. And we're thankful for that. For your insights, we figured out two key points. The one to celebrate and one to consider seriously. The first one, the zone remains the zone. It, uh, in its true beauty and after our likeness, the game absolutely feels and plays like Stalker. The atmosphere, hardcore style, harsh and unwelcoming environment are ready to cook. And we can't be more grateful for these words as they basically sum up both the key intention and the main inspiration for the project from the very beginning at the same time. The second, the gear in the backpack should be checked one more time to be completely sure it will not fail us in the most needed moment. On the technical side of things, the game needs more time. Throughout the frank, uh, frankly challenging development process, we understood the time was of the team's main essence. Seeing the scope of polish and understanding that we can't push your patience too much, we are absolutely dedicated to releasing the game in Q1 2024 and worked extra hard to meet that release window. That, however, doesn't change the fact that at the beginning of this year, we still witnessed a certain amount of technical imperfections that holds Stalker 2 below the expected standards for its final release, uh, final experience for our fans who are waiting for the game. While there is absolutely no way to make another uh, delay sound less dim, we decided to be clear about our reasons to postpone the game for the sake of yet another wave of polishing. The final release date steal of Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl is now locked in to September 5th, 2024 and finally it says this we know that you are waiting for this moment as well as we as as well as we do mm -hmm. but the preparation needs to be done so that the journey into the zone goes smoothly as planned thanks for your patience and continuous support and be ready to see lots of info about the game further this year I, I don't know how you can get mad at this if knowing oh, okay. you know the, the the background of this team. Well, what are your thoughts on on pushing it all the way to almost the end of the year? Um, at this point, at this point, they're at a two year delay, and to me, at least, I think every little bit is is worth it. Um, for everything that that development team has been put through, again, real life always trumps over everything else. The human element side of it um, always trumps over everything else, and if they are coming to a reality internally, uh, again, they're in a position, especially being teamed up with Xbox and Microsoft, um, that 
they're not under the gun to try to get the money back from this game. Of course they do. And of course, Microsoft probably wants to see some of that return for their investment, of course. But obviously, it's the same thing. I kind of I kind of said power, just to throw it in there real quick. Um, Xbox seemingly hasn't missed the ball as far as getting new games that are coming to its service or to its platform or games that they decide that they want to stand behind. They've decided to stand behind this game since the original release and have only told um, their supporters that they'll need more time as life has hit them harder and harder as the months had rolled by. For me, uh, it is amazing to me that a dev can be completely honest and no matter how many delays, because again, yes, delays are annoying to us, but at the end of the day, when we get the final product, are we thinking about the delays anymore? No. When I play Halo Infinite today, was am I thinking about that a delay that happened? No, I'm not. Um, I take I take that experience for what it is. And as somebody who hasn't had a chance to and don't have any genuine interest to play the original Stalker, again, it's older. Um, but I am impressed from what I was shown from Stalker 2, and I'm interested in that. And I want to play it day one. I want them to be comfortable with the experience that they're delivering uh, to us. Because I'll also be honest, I saw some footage behind the scenes. And again, we all have our sources. I think, I guess, I guess this is the perfect time of the year just to come out with sources. Um, but <laughs> there were some things that I saw behind the scenes where the gameplay did look a bit rough. And I was hoping that the game wouldn't release in that condition. I was like, ah, for all that time, look, I, I understand that you got a lot of things going on, but a product is a product at the end of the day. Like I can, I can be human all day long and I can still support you, but this product still has to be whatever you're trying to sell. And it has to be good. And the new screenshots that we've gotten, I think have cleared up a lot of that dimness that maybe I had before. Uh, Cause it was just clarity things. It wasn't gameplay things per se. It was just clarity things. Uh, but from the most recent ga- screenshots, the game is looking beautiful. It's looking from what I've seen previously of, of videos of the original Stalker, it looks like it's in that same, definitely in that same vein, but in a brand new era. Uh, and I just, I want those devs to know, and maybe maybe they'll hear this, maybe they won't. I know, boom, you got a lot of support coming their way uh, when the game releases. Um, and you've talked about that in the past. You'll probably end up talking about it more, but um, in the future, I just want the devs to know that we greatly appreciate the product, this piece of art that they're creating. Um, it needs to be treated as such, and hopefully it is the best game that they could possibly have made. Um, and again, there has, you know, when you when we talk about people putting blood, sweat, and tears into things that they care for, um, and I think all devs do that. I don't think devs just work and want to be lazy or want to put out a bad product. Um, you know, take into consideration how long games take to make. And then you also, which is already complicated, and then you throw throw in not only real life, but a war in your entire country that forces you to completely change your situations. People left, people went and fought the war from off of your dev team. Um, you've lost people. Like there is just so much love, talent, and um patience that has gone into this game. And uh, man, I can't I can't wait to see what it's gonna look like at full release for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think there is something to be said about you know, the, the, and as as a dev team, they they want to make sure that they deliver, uh, and that's why they have decided to postpone it. And I think that is probably mm-hmm. the best way uh, to go about doing your business because obviously they're trying to sell a product, 
and they made a commitment to Xbox. They made a commitment to Xbox to themselves, uh, I think, yeah, more yeah, than anything. Right. And they made sure. a commitment to themselves to deliver a high-end quality sequel that is taking years in the making. And again, when you consider, you know, again, once they cross the finish line, and this game is in the hands of us, and it's it's the mm-hmm. game that they wanted to release, meaning that it has all the polish, it has all of the glory, it looks next gen. It's 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 shining. It's running Unreal Engine five. All the bells, all the whistles, and everyone is going to be happy. And 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 at the end of the day, all you have to do is look at something like Starfield and say, okay, that got a year delay, uh, and they and they weren't fighting a war. They got a year delay because the game needed it, and 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 the game released much better for it. And I think that this game is going to see that kind of success. And you know, they're giving it to TLC. The game is done. They're just yeah. doing the polishing. Yeah, and Star- I think, Starfield. yeah. Starfield treatment. Yes. A year polish, right? Yes. Yes. I, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's going to be well worth our wait. Uh, infinite number. Let's bring you in on the conversation, brother. Okay. So this game uh, has had quite a few delays. Again, we all know why, right? They, they have been uprooted. They're trying to figure out how to, you know, uh, you know, be safe. You know, worry about their family. Some and who who's to say that some of their family still not behind in Ukraine? We don't know, right? So they're trying to do all right. of that. Real life really getting in the way, do, and and develop a game at the same time. Like I said, I, I don't know how we're even getting this game, but the fact that they're asking and telling us they need to, uh, you know, more time and that they have locked it into September fifth, I'm perfectly okay with that. What what about you, man? No, I'm much the same. I think any of us should be understanding of that. And uh, what's up, Hargi? Morning. And yeah, we all should be understanding of that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the uh, things. I th- honestly, this is not surprising to me. I think if you even go back to previous statements I've said, I thought that it would release in the fall. It just makes sense. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like it would be a early okay. or mid, you know, mid um, calendar release to me. Um, and they they could take all the time they need personally for all I care. Take all the time you need to get it right, especially under the circumstances that they're under. I mean, make it a Halloween thing, right? So yeah, that, that's hey. the other thing that'd be super dope. That actually, that type yeah. of game, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just surprised that they put this out there and said, "Hey, we're yeah. coming, coming out September 5th. I thought that was pretty cool, um, but I because I kind of you know the way people were hyping up with the images we started to see. I and, and at least in my little tinfoil head, I started to wonder, would this be the shadow drops? That's have? what I thought. Honestly, that's what I, yeah. I thought because it was real. Like in the last what you know, 24, 48 hours, there's been a lot of stalker two news. So I was like, Yep, this exactly. is this is it. Let's it go. It started you to know. look like it. Exactly. I'm like, that would be a instant insane shadow dropping. So by the way, I don't know if you all saw it, but insider gaming posted um you know, from uh, I forgot his name. What's that guy's name that runs that site? Insider Gaming. Oh, that's uh, Tom Henderson. Tom Henderson mm-hmm. posted that there wouldn't be a um, a shadow drop, allegedly during okay. this. Thursday. And yet, if you read it, it says there's a fifth game. And you're like, oh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So there's a fifth uh, game. So, so maybe announced. maybe it's it's a surprise yeah. announcement, but it's not a, a quote unquote shadow drop. Look, I, I'm not trying to to poo poo it. I, I I love shadow drops, and we yeah. all know how we feel about Hi Fi Rush. I mean that I mean that's probably the pinnacle tip of spear. 
for shadow drops, right? Like we can't mm-hmm. argue how great of a game that was. And that came out of nowhere. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. And, I, and I'm not trying to poo-poo it. I want people to understand that. I want a shadow drop like everybody else. But Friday, we are getting a major exclusive into Xbox Game Pass and Power World. Now, maybe mm-hmm. that isn't for everyone. I, I get it. But <laughs> it's Pokemon with guns. It looks hey, really it, freaking yeah. good, man. And it's single players for for old dinosaurs yeah, like me, and <laughs> for uh, for like people like, of course, Infinite Umbra, Hargeet Chani, and Steel Rain who enjoy multiplayer. You can you can get down with three other people, so four people can play this game. You're flying on on the backs of these things. It opens up to yeah. a big open world. I, that's I, I that's not such a bad second place trophy. I'm gonna not be honest with you. I choose you, pew pew chew. Absolutely, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to, to bust a gap inside a Pokemon ass. Absolutely, I can. No, I can't wait. I'm gonna turn my gun sideways too, like I'm a gangster Pokemon when I do it. Right? Well, they do, they, already they better have that option. I better be I better be able to like turn my gun sideways or something. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm actually excited for that too. My buddy's been hyping it up, like, "Hey, you gonna play with me? You gonna play with me?" I'm like, all right, I guess I'll play it with you the game. But uh, no, it looks that's dope. I think that's just really dope. I mean, we already knew about Power World, you know, coming, but as far as to the p- platform, but you know, for them to announce that this is now launching in the Game Pass day one, that's dope. Big deal. It's a big deal. Absolutely, yeah. and we got so many other games already that's launched and will be launching. So yeah, Resident Evil Two the other day. Um, what was the other one? You had another big one um what was that i can't think of it off the top of my head but i was just talking about it too i mean game pass this We're year rotato for those who Rotato, know, dude i want i, I, I really want that game. Like game yes um <laughs> that's coming to game pass yes <laughs> it was announced today brotato listen don't sleep on it because you said it's 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 like vampire survivor yeah it's like a vampire yeah, survivor. very addictive that game i still sleeping. play it it's still three is coming there's like this yeah exactly <laughs> You got a lot of great games, Persona 3, like you said, too. So uh, Game Pass value is about to go through the roof. But as far as the whole thing with Stalker 2, this is dope. I mean, like I said, for me and like most of the chat, we all understand. All of us are like, give them the time to cook, do the thing they have to do, especially mm-hmm. under the circumstances they're under. None of us will be like, get it out there now. I, I think even if they had to delay it to the next year, none of us will be complaining being honest under their circumstances uh i mean how could you what could we demand them to do doing the you know in the stress situation there and the but um no that's great i mean like i said they put the visuals out we start seeing the new images and rain you were saying that you saw some that looked a little rough beforehand yeah it was actual gameplay video gameplay yeah yeah it yeah. looked it looked like it was almost 720p oh man uh, it was choppy in some sections Uh-oh. some animations were off Okay. So I mean, it was it was things like that. Uh, but again, it could have just been an earlier build. There's no telling when that could have when that could have taken place when they got true. leaked out. It was also on one of those sites where you don't want to down maybe not download the video because you don't know what's going to come with it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, but again, like just from what I know of soccer as quality wise, I don't necessarily have a any worries about that per se. It's just more so. I just hope that their real life circumstances haven't affected them enough to where they didn't uh, they didn't put out a quality game. But this kind of puts those worries to the side because it's like, okay, well, you guys obviously see something and it needs more polish. And that's fair. So Mm -hmm. and that that was it, by the way. Thanks, uh, Black John. It was Valhalla. That was another one that was added. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, crazy releases to it. Um, it's about to be a crazy year. But uh, like I said, I, I think 
all of us should be understanding of that. By the way, oh, too, yeah. if you all didn't see it, and as far as Tom Henderson's uh, insider gaming thing, he said that a lot of the other games will be releasing later in a year. So they don't give a that doesn't give us a window. I'm sure they'll tell us during the show. But I know one of the popular theories for, if I'm not mistaken, Hargeet, you were saying it was May for Hellblade 2, possibly. Yeah, I've heard yeah. the same thing. So yeah, that date's been floating around. Yeah, I'm still wondering <laughs> if that'll be the fall for that person. It seems, it seems like a fall game, but I mean, May would be dope, especially right before the you know the June showcase. So we'll see what happens with that. But no, like I said, those guys take all the time they need. I don't know what else needs to be said outside. The game looks great. I expect it to be great, um, you know, in its final form. Uh, and that's really it for me. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, it, 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 just take your time. We'll, we'll play. This, this game, this year, is not going to have a shortage of games to play. Uh, so waiting until September is not that big of a deal. And the Hargeet, I know you're here for a very, spe- you know, very specific topic. We're going to get into that brand identity. I think, it's, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it is a topic that's worthy of a conversation because of a lot of the conversation that's going on with Xbox going third party. There are people like Digital Foundry salivating at the fact that third party. I'm like, come on, guys, you, you're, you're a conglomerate. I mean, you're you're really going with this, you, honestly. It's 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 oh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But we we will get to that in a second. I do want to get your hot take on the delay, the confirmed delay of Stalker Two. Big deal or or, or big nothing burger? So I mean, uh, you know, like you were saying, Umbra, like you know, take your time. It's okay. What a different world we're in. If this was like about a mm-hmm. decade ago, we'd be saying, where are the games? <laughs> right. So um, oh, I think they would have been forced to put the game out. They, they would have. Right. <laughs> but we are in a totally different world now. Right. That like, you're, you're, the main topic you have here, uh, uh, Boom, is like these games are being made ready for download. And we don't even know when they're going to be talked about. Right. So <laughs> there's three games in your list here that we don't even they're not even in the developer direct. And they're also potentially coming this year. And yet we have these four games that they're talking about in the developer direct. Right. And we know we have ABK yet to come. Call right. of Duty is coming, right? right? There's other games from ABK that are going to be coming, right? There's, there's so many games. It's just now like, yeah, go ahead. Take your time, right? They took the hit for their launch and allowed Halo to take a delay. It should have taken mm-hmm. a two-year delay. They gave it a one-year delay. They did the same with Starfield, totally destroying their 22 lineup and said fine take the time we'll delay it right they're obviously for this they're gonna take the time let them take the time it just makes sense right they're they're in a lot of uh, you know uh, weird turmoil that isn't normal uh you know let them take whatever time they need to my main question becomes at some point have you paid enough for this game from microsoft's perspective to just own the studio (laughs) i don't know if that's already happened or not but uh but that becomes my big question mark on this is like at some point you should you probably should just enter into some discussions of like why don't we just acquire you like how much have we paid you for this thing is it time to to look at what what an acquisition would be like uh that's just my like you know <laughs> general thoughts on it's taking a long time they i'm sure have had to a- add more funds to make this game happen right so uh, you know, I, I, I think they're kind of at that level of why don't we just buy, how much could they possibly cost? Right. So, uh, but yeah, it comes out in September. So now we know that's what's, what's coming out then. Usually if they were going to release a, a horizon, right. Forza horizon, that would be in that time frame. 
Um, so it's got, not going to be September, right? They're not going to you know have two games. So chances are, if they are going to have one, that's October. Call of Duty's November, right? So that's that's done. Uh, so that that there's like your potential fall lineup right there, right? That leaves a whole a whole bunch of other games that need to release before that. Yeah. So like I'm just looking at this developer direct, right? And I'm like thinking. Like whatever the 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 shadow drop, it's not gonna be a shadow drop because you're not announcing and uh, releasing at the same time. But I think they're gonna release a game within the January time frame, so right around the time frame of this developer direct. Mm -hmm. It's a game we are already know about. That's why it's not a shadow drop. So that's your January release, and then you got February, maybe Ara, and then March, maybe Indiana Jones, and you know <laughs> April's Avowed, and you know May is is Hellblade. And then you probably get into Clockwork and South of Midnight and on and on and on because they just have so many games to give you. Like, you know, Towerborn. I, like, I don't know when that... Anyway, so them needing till September, that probably just opens up runway for the other games that need to come out. Yeah. So <clears throat> totally fine. I don't see any issue with them pushing it out. You know, take your time, make the game the way you want to make, you know, make it before you release it. And give us the polished thing that you want to give us. That's a better, a better game to get. So, uh, you know, we heard some of the the rumblings from Gamescom that it was it was rough. It was not uh, not playing very well. Obviously, they, you want to fix that, right? Make it make it good. So, yeah, let, that's that's all just good news to me. I don't see a problem there. We have, now have a final release date. And hey, if it needs to get pushed back, it needs to get pushed back. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Take uh, your time. Omerta War says, uh, don't forget about the Oblivion remake as well. I mean... Yeah, I'm not even looking at the remakes, right? Because there's more. Oh, there's other remakes that are potentially coming. Yeah. <laughs> or remasters or whatever you want. Yeah. Like, so. mm -hmm. Sony has funny. the remaster thing on lock, apparently. They might win a game of the year for this one. Oh, there's no doubt about it. So yeah, Keely is salivating right now. He went home. Right. He went, he, he's, he's, he's drooling at the mouth. Oh, on I can... I, our first right now. <laughs> It's fine. Listen, if if you, I I didn't like it. It's uh, I I beat it. I just I just hated the story. I really did. I yeah. loved the first one. Second one, I, I just that yeah. that that constant switching. That uh, it it just seemed like it was a mishmash of, of of stories trying to tell one story. I didn't I didn't like it. Um, but I beat it at least. So, uh, they're not getting my ten dollars, and I'm not learning how to play freaking uh uh guitar. Uh, yeah. you know, using using a dual sense. I'm just I'm just. You not. telling me you don't want to sing time after time? Acoustic no, no. I, like I said, I, I will, I, I will drop down ten dollars if I can play as a clicker uh, playing the guitar. If if that happens, then I'm I'm all in. I want to see what that looks like. That's gonna be fun. Not with the clicker um, sound trying to sing that. Yeah, that. that... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh God, that, that sounded terrible. Oh my God, yeah, that, that sounded like a needs a pause. Clicker gawk gawk three thousand. Nah, that, nah, that needs a pause. No, no, oh my say God. That so. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wow, uh, I'm ready. You got a snitch on yourself, bro. I'm sorry, I had me an energy drink. I'm a little extra right he's now. A, he's sorry. a little hype. Shout, shout out to uh, Punty uh, 050 in the chat. Welcome to the program, brother. Super appreciate you being here. Uh, let me catch up on these super chats. Uh, we got a couple of them and a channel message uh, from Omerta War, and I will uh, we'll get to the next topic because uh, we I I specifically asked Hargeet if he wanted to join us for this because guys and gals. Um, Xbox is in a position that, and it has been for quite some time. Like I said, mm -hmm. regardless whether it's good news or bad news, even the PlayStation players on PlayStation podcasts 
can't stop talking about Xbox, right? It's star, you know, it was Starfield is is mid, Starfield is a seven, it's garbage, it's you know, it's it's last gen, and now Mm -hmm. the the conversation has switched to oh man, that's Starfield, according to some who got roasted yesterday in public, which I would have deleted all my accounts if I was that uh, that reforged dude. Like, wow, he got destroyed uh, publicly, and you know, he's still here. I guess he has no no shame. Um, and he was assured uh, that Starfield, he got confirmation that the coming. And of course, then MBG, and I don't understand him either. I have it on good authority. Hellblade 2 coming to PS5 because they're not going to make money on it. Wow, dude. Yep. Like, put yourself dude. out there like that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I thought Xbox had no games, ladies and gentlemen. I thought they were mid. I thought they were 60 meta games. Why do you want these games on your on your console? I I, I don't know, but I guess things have changed. Um, whole grain bread drops a very generous wow. He says, "I live in the Notre Dame territory, and right now with the wind chill, it is twenty below zero. Holy Ooh. shit, that is cold, Jeez. dude. Yeah, you lose you lose some uh, some digits if you don't uh, bundle up there. Um, well, stay warm, brother." Uh, Elemental PO, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding $20 super chat and says, to speak quick about Aura, old RTS engines used to be pre-rendered in many ways to have a thousand, uh, thousands of units on screen at the same time with fully destructible environments. Aura has a new next-gen engine doing it all in real time. That's Yes, that's crazy to see that that kind of destruction and that many units on the on the screen at once is without slowing down is 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 bonkers. Uh, Andre Doyle drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "I'm from Nola and we're very excited for South of Midnight. We have voodoo culture in my uh, 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 on uh, in his mom and dad's side mm-hmm. of the family. Really excited for Microsoft, brother. That's awesome to share." Thank you so much for that and uh, of course I, yeah that's something that looks looks it looks special man it, it i just can't wait to see what the gameplay looks like the character looks incredibly endearing and i think uh, again phil spencer when he was asked specifically about what game that we've never seen before is he most excited about and that's the one he picked which is crazy because you know obviously compulsion the only thing that we remember that they have done uh, is We Happy Few. That was another one that was a PlayStation 4 launch title. It was like in France. It was like uh, hand-drawn animation. I don't remember the name of it. It was very. It had like a contrast. Yes, thank you so contrast. much for that. It was Contrast, which, again, I played. Uh, good game, just not for, so much for me. Um, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that as well. Uh, we have here a member for five months, Omerta Ward says i'll play stalker 2 whenever it is ready indeed sir exactly. that's exactly what we all are willing to do give that time that that time that, that they need to you know let them cook as the new terminology has uh has run rampant in 2024 antonio newman drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says do uh do they have an oblivion remake remaster the same year as a value yeah, i i don't see why not i mean it's yeah it, it's games are similar but one's in pillars one's in you know in um you know in the skyrim you know uh area um so i mean it's 
Honestly, why not? I think they both can exist. I really do. I think they both can exist and, and be well. And again, um, they're going to be big. Uh, Avowed is going to be huge. And I think Oblivion Remake uh, is going to be even bigger. I just wonder if that Oblivion Remake is going to be exclusive or is that going to launch on all platforms? That's that's an interesting thought. Um, I would have, expect uh, all platforms. That's one of those the case-by-case, case, right? Legacy right, yes. titles. I would think that would come to everything. Like Even like the... Um, Fallout Three remake. Yeah, I think that would come. Put that everywhere. Who cares? Who yeah. cares? Like, but yeah, I mean, you, you, it's going to be in Game Pass. You can be able to play for you know, quote unquote, free. So, uh, Highlander 001, welcome to the program, my brother. And again, he, my goodness, for the love of Joe, he has donated once again, folks, another five double barrel hey. gaming memberships, brother. That is crazy generous of you. Thank you so much for the outstanding support, Hargit. I want to go to you first on this. Um, by my title here. Um, you see that it was very simple. It was it made a lot of news, got a lot of people excited. Now we don't know when these games are, you know, is this a confirmation that they're this year? If all of these games release, it's gonna be madness. So I have South of Midnight, Clockwork Revolution, Avowed, Towerborn, but you know, there's also other big ones in there. Hellblade 2 is a part of that conversation, you know. Um, it's just they have a lot of games potentially dropping this year and as exciting as a year it is for xbox fans unfortunately uh, it has been marred in controversy uh because of a insider nate the hate um obviously uh made waves early in the year uh and the conversation of third party continues to dominate uh so i i, I kind of been you know I, I sit back i watch i take notes now I do five shows a week, so obviously I'm always reading, always writing. And I, I was sitting last night, and I said, you know, when you look at Nintendo, right, even, and I, I'm, not talking, I'm talking about not going all the way back to 85 when the first NES were launched. I'm talking about, like, if you look at now, it isn't just brand identity with Mario. They have a lot of big brands, Splatoon, a shooter an online multiplayer shooter from Nintendo, which they're working on the fourth one. All three have done crazy numbers for them. Super popular IP. So Nintendo, when you think of brand power, it's a very powerful brand. They have Mario. They have Donkey Kong. They have Wario. It's just, it just goes on and on and on. When you, look at, when you look at Sony, now, again, maybe you don't consider them to be a powerful brand. Maybe they don't even exist in your world. and That's, that's perfectly fine. But they do have p powerful IPs. They have Spider-Man. They have God of War. They have Nathan Drake. They have Aloy. You know, it just it goes on and on. And if you want to take it back a little further, they have games like Resistance. They have games like MotorStorm. They have games like Gran Turismo. There's, there's a lot of brand power there. And Xbox, I think, has as minimum equally as strong um, uh, IPs. Now, I know there's going to be a conversation, Hargeet, to be having. Hey, it's always Forza. It's always, you know, Halo. It's always... But those are pillars. The same way God of War is a pillar. The same way Nathan Drake's a pillar. You know, it just, it's, you know, they keep going back to this well multiple times, right? Are, are we, are we going to, are we going to complain? No, you just go and you buy the game. That's what, that's what they do. Well, actually, that's not true. PlayStation gamers really don't buy their games. They just go on Twitter and talk about it and they don't actually play them, which is, Kind of a confirmed fact, a little embarrassing, but you know, <laughs> fact. So, 
I want to. I really want to pick the brain of the audience. I want to pick the brain of the of the panel here. And Hargeet, my question to you is the importance of brand uh, attachment. Uh, you know, exclusives. Exclusives matter. Uh, they matter now. They've mattered years ago, and they will continue to matter. And I don't think that you know a brand. Like I know this conversation about well, you know, they're, they're going to put C at these everywhere. I, I I could care less. Honestly, it's a gas game. It needs players. Uh, I, I do not feel the same way about something like Hi-Fi Rush. I've already gave you my opinion on that. I think the game is special, and I think mm-hmm. that a sequel will garner even more fans because this has uh, Zeitgeist conversation when you talk about it. Chai is a character that's endearing. Mm-hmm. He's fun. He's unpredictable. The art style is likable. It's anime-esque. Everything about that game through its through its music, through its combat, I think that that has to stay as it's a single player game. It does not have to live on Nintendo because again, it's one of those brands that if it's done right and you can, you know, bring it to the mass media through anime and through graphic novels and uh, and comics and potentially an animated series you can build on this brand. And then when I start hearing about, you know, these knuckleheads, oh yeah, Hellblade's going to, why does Hellblade, why, why does Hellblade need to live on PlayStation? It does not. You you want to play that game, you buy an Xbox, or you do what I have been saying forever. These PlayStation dudes sweared up and down for years that they have $5,000 rigs and they don't need an Xbox. So then go play it there. Don't, you, 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 we're, not, we're not worried about your dual sense. No one's going to develop extra you know, bells and whistles for your for for this game that's an Xbox exclusive. So my question to you is, I mean, really the crux of the conversation is Microsoft has to respond somehow. Uh, they they need they need to quash this. Uh, I don't know when, I don't know how, but I I know that Phil did the interview. Uh, was a quite a quite a great interview with Jez Jez Corden of Windows Central. Yep. Where he confirmed they weren't going third party. Apparently that's not enough, and maybe that's why. They haven't responded as of yet, but what is the importance of exclusives like Hellblade, like South of Midnight, like Clockwork Revolution, like the Gears Collection? Do you think that this is important for the brand that they want to sell? And obviously, I think it's important if they want to sell you a service at Game Pass, because why join Game Pass if all you have to do is wait? Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing, right? If if we lived in a world where Xbox was on equal parity with their competitors. It may not have mattered as much, right? But they don't. We don't live in that world, right? It's two to one at at you know best. Uh, it's you know they trounce Xbox, yeah. And the majority of that is you know in the U.S. it does okay. In the rest of the world, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. If you want to try to gain mind share. Well, then you have to have something compelling to bring people to your platform, right? Because they have to invest in it. Now, they've done something to take away a lot of the, the friction here by saying, don't even invest in it. Just like if you have a Samsung TV or an LG TV, yes. you just subscribe to our service, play the games. Don't worry about it. Cool. But some people just kind of want to have that console experience and they want to have the console. Fair enough. For those who are willing to do this, I'll point out PC does exist in a pretty cheap format in the new handhelds and you can plug the handheld into your TV so you can get a you know cheap PC console type thing 
that gives you the entire catalog of Xbox stuff because it's all Windows, right? So you can pick up a Rogue Ally or the Lenovo or uh, the new MSI Claw or whatever. They're all like 700 bucks or so and plug that into your TV. Fair enough. Now you have the Microsoft catalog that way. But if, if you want to invest in a console, you can obviously just get an Xbox, right? But if you take away the incentive, right? If you say, hey, this game is going to come in a year later, two years later, onto the console you already have, a Nintendo or a PlayStation, well, they never were interested to come over anyway, so now they have no incentive to come over, right? If instead you no. say, no, look, here's a whole bunch of games, right? Because now they're opening the spigot, right? Right now it's even. We have the same number of releases on both PlayStation and Xbox since the generation started. First party output. Now it's going to go crazy, right? PlayStation does not have any games to answer for, for the number of games that Xbox is putting out this year, right? You're suddenly going to have all these exclusives. And look, some of them, at least a couple of them, you're going to like. It's just the way it is, right? Because they go all across the board. Every you know type of game you want to play, they've got you. they got you covered. Right. So I'm and we're, you know, there's going to be a killer instinct update. Right. That That's mm -hmm. also happening just to point that out as another release that's coming. Right. So th there's all sorts of stuff for like every genre, whatever you want, they're going to cover you. But if you say it doesn't matter, because like six months later, a year later, uh, you know, two years later, it'll just come to your platform. You just disincentivize that. Now. Long term, it's going to happen anyways. Right. Because at some point, the console is diminishing. Long-term, they're going to go there. It's going to be third-party. I get that. But that's maybe like 10 years out. What you, you know, the idea of doing something like Hi-Fi or Sea of Thieves, I wouldn't do that now. I would do that in the next generation, start dipping your toe into it. And the reason I say that is I don't know if people have heard my little rant, but I think Microsoft goes third-party so that they can say, we want to buy a heck of a lot more. And now that we're third-party, you have no reason to say no. Right. The regulators have no reason to say no. So they could go out and buy Take Two, EA, Ubisoft. They could buy Sega, Square, Embracer, and more, and still not hit 15% of the gaming market. And you're not even looked at until you're 40%. Right. As yeah. a So they could buy all sorts of stuff. Right. And if you have all that content as first party content, even though it's coming everywhere, by Warner, right? The next Hogwarts legacy is marketed by you. People are going to just just assume it's on it's on Xbox, even though it might be coming to the box you already have. They're just going to assume because you're marketing that game, right? Grand Theft Auto, you're marketing that game. Red Dead Redemption, you're marketing that game. The next Assassin's Creed, you're marketing that game, right? If that is the case, then it makes it compelling. Plus, you have Game Pass. All those games stay in date in the service. That service will likely not be 18 bucks anymore. It'll probably be a lot more. Fair enough. I would imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That's where it becomes okay. Right. But right now, you're in that, that sweet spot of saying the next two years, the number of games you're releasing is insane and your competition can't keep up. Right. This is the time to create that mindshare and start garnering some of that potential market outside of the US. Yes. Try to get people to, to come to the Xbox ecosystem. Start relating to it. Now, once you've done that, yes, you can start looking at doing this. Because I, I eventually I know they're going to do it. They're going to with third party. 
It allows them to expand. It allows them to go into the directions they want to. And the market's shifting. It's just going to be that way anyway. So I I think that's where they are right now. To me, it's very irritating that I hear this <clears throat> constant, you know, is it is it third party? Is it not third party? Yeah, are we going to take these some some games exclusive? Not like I don't want to hear it. You know, it really I so, is tiresome. Like, stop. stop. Well, you know, I, 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 tiresome. I agree with you. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's tiresome. I like every, every, like, you know, Phil Spencer said last year, Hey, we're, we're not, you know, we're, we're, you know, staying first party. We're not doing this third party thing. And then you start hearing the smoke again. And right. And this is because there are people within Xbox who put out different messages than Phil. And you know, it, that needs to stop. (laughs) It needs yes. to just be very clear. It needs to be no, one chef. This. One, one chef in the kitchen. Yes, absolutely. Phil have decided this is what it is. And thou shalt shut up and be on board. <laughs> That's what needs to happen. And I like that. That would just eliminate this problem, right? Again, I know long range vision. I get it. And, and that's fine. But not right now. <laughs> Wait till your next generation console is starting to solidify. And then you can start dipping your toe into this. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. But right now is not the time. I don't want to discuss that. I want to discuss the well, developer I mean, direct. The 20 games you're releasing. That's what I want to discuss. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's a that's a that's a fanta- that's a fantastic point, and it's an honest point. I, I think that uh it's it's odd timing, in my opinion, Steel Rain. And I'm gonna tell you why. Um mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. Xbox has been known as the mid-platform, right? 60 meta, right? You know, mm-hmm. people have made memes of Phil with his hands up with a 60, right? Like we've seen that. We've seen they release games that have been underwhelming. Um, and they are on the cusp, ladies and gentlemen, of doing more than both Nintendo and Sony combined this year. Now, granted, mm. we know Sony's hurting because they are flaunters. If they have something and they want to put the kibosh traditionally, uh, yeah, traditionally on mm-hmm. uh, anything that uh, xbox is doing they do that that's that's just what they do right mm-hmm. um they can't do that because obviously leadership changes happened uh and they're still happening and there were a lot of uh big moves made that made a lot of people at the studios on first party unhappy and uncomfortable mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. had to be delayed things had to be shifted that's why they don't have anything that's why they are known as the remake station now because that's all they do is remaster games and sell to you at full boat that's just what Mm -hmm. they do and finally they offered a ten dollar upgrade which i still wouldn't pay because i hated the last of us two i didn't just didn't dislike it i freaking hated it um and uh here's the thing when you are on the cusp of doing great things with first party Mm -hmm. And you are trying to sell this amazing service to new players. Mm-hmm. And what the selling point is, isn't the box anymore, folks. It's just not. It is you can play anywhere there's a screen. No mm-hmm. one is offering that. And it costs you $16.99 a month. And everyone and anyone nowadays understands what a subscription service is they're here there and everywhere Mm -hmm. everyone has something special so that you the consumer be like like for instance i i never had apple tv before i saw Mm -hmm. a lot of things they said hey listen i bought a new tv tip it a spear and i got a six month uh uh, a card i'm like okay six months for free let me let me check out this thing 
and Mrs. Boom and I have been binge watching the Godzilla show. Holy shit. It's freaking amazing. It's absolutely astoundingly great. And guess what? They already uh, uh, greenlit season two. I, I'm now a subscriber. I am going to pay my $10 a month and be happy to pay because it wasn't just that. I found other things that we we're watching now. And I'm like, okay. But see, that's that's the brand problem that you will you you will cause if you allow for your big games in your service that you're trying to sell to new customers to be here, there, and everywhere. Some games, I get it. I get it, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is a gas game. You want to put that everywhere? Sure, go ahead. You want to put grounded everywhere? Sure, go ahead. But when we start mm-hmm. talking something like a Hellblade 2 or mm-hmm. uh, an, uh, or an Exiles game, why? What? Why do they deserve anything? And, and to be honest with you, Microsoft is making hand over fist money. They don't need to have that on there because they're not going to... What I my 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 conversation with Kayasante and Everborn came to this crux. You're chasing money that I think ultimately is not going to be worth the potential brand damage that you do by doing third party shenanigans. That's my take on it. Let's get let's let's I want to hear your take on the brand importance for exclusives. Oh, here we go. Okay, go so <laughs> as far as brand importance for exclusives and whatnot, um, I, I want to start off by again saying exclusive do matter uh, to any ecosystem because you have to have something that stands out um, and gives you a reason to invest in that ecosystem. Uh, so just starting off with your uh, most recent uh, example that you use, Hellblade. Um, no, Hellblade coming to other platforms or consoles would not be an ideal situation because um, because of that brand identity for sure. Though, we are moving into very murky waters. And for me, what I don't want to happen as fans of Xbox um, is for us to start contradicting each other. Because on one hand... We, we, we are starting to accept that it is okay for other people to have access to your games wherever you would like to have access to your games. The only thing about that is only Xbox is really giving you that right now. Nintendo doesn't do that, and PlayStation damn sure doesn't do that. And or if you want to consider GeForce now, um, that's more of a PC thing. So outside of that, nobody else is doing what xbox doing is doing at that level with that comes a lot of gray area and there come becomes a place to where how do we decide what games stay and what what games go the easiest way that i answer that question is if it's if it has anything included with multiplayer and i feel about that i feel this way about any multiplayer game um even halo it, it doesn't doesn't matter to me any multiplayer game needs to be everywhere. It doesn't matter the platform, doesn't matter. The reason being is because multiplayer games traditionally, because it is a, and even now it's even worse, you have to fight for people's times. And in the multiplayer space, it doesn't make sense to keep things exclusive to your platform when you could have more people invested in such platform. And if Xbox is giving you more ways to play, for an example, Halo, then is the box that people keep referencing truly the thing that matters anymore, at least to the majority? Because unfortunately, the 15 to 10% of us that are the hardcore gamer, the enthusiasts, 
are not the people who continuously sustain all these other ecosystems. It's the people that are that were still on Xbox 360 when we were on the one. It's the people that are still on the one while we're on the series consoles. It's the reality of the situation. Just like we, uh, I like the, I always like to tie things back to the human element of it all. Because yes, we can love this hobby and act like we got all the money in the world to spend on all these other different things. And oh, I, I want to buy every platform and cool. If you're able to do that, that's great. That's wonderful. And shout out to your gaming experience. But that's not everybody's experience. If the goal for gaming, at least in my eyes, and from what has been brought to brought in front of us, is to bring people together, is to for Xbox to become a competitor. The only way that Xbox can come, become a competitor right now is delivering more than enough software that you cannot deny it. When do you have to give people enough of that Xbox logo as soon as they start that game up for them not to be able to deny it anymore? And honestly, at that point, and I made this point previously, it doesn't matter where the games go because at the end of the day, all these other platform holders have to play ball. This is not a, oh, Xbox is going to have to play, pay every single penny. And it's going to be a free thing while we get nothing in return as Xbox fans. No. And if that does happen, then we should stand the line. And if that's the evil way things go, then we need to make sure that we speak our mind about that. Yep. But if we're being open to what Xbox has going on currently and what Phil has said, what other execs have said within the Xbox ecosystem, is that that's not the plan. If you want access to these Xbox games, you need Game Pass. What is the selling point right now? Game Pass. It is not the console. That is, It is an archaic way of thinking. And people are still trying to, and again, no offense to anybody, because at the end of the day, this is just my personal opinion. I do not think that it devalues Xbox's brand by putting a game like, example, Hi-Fi Rush on Nintendo Switch. Why? Because more people than ever are going to play it. Why? Because people are already continuously proving that they do not buy games. How do you, how do you fix people not buying games? Oh, you said, oh, just make good games. Well, I thought Horizon Zero Dawn was a good game. I thought Horizon Forbidden West was a good I thought Spider-Man. I thought Spider-Man 2 thought, didn't sell like they, they like, I like they Forza wanted. Motorsport. I thought Halo. I thought all these other games are good games, right? And that's also a very that's also very uh, another thread to untangle there because that's a very there's very diverse opinions about what's value and what's great to you and all that great stuff. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless. There is a wide gray area that we're moving into that I actually think is okay because it's things are different. As much as we want things to be the way that they have been traditionally, that is it, it is not working. And we have people that go on the podcast and constantly contradict themselves about this platform thing while also saying that you want your games to be accessible to more people. That makes no sense. You cannot do both. So do you want games to be for more people or do you want games to just be an Xbox? And if you're yeah, going to just, just to be throw an it Xbox, out there, Steel, I want the games only to be on Xbox. I'm, and if, I'm but sorry. if you're I'm but if you like want that, that Umbra, <laughs> but it, but the problem with you wanting that, yeah, then guess what? Then people, then these other services are probably at some point, if Game Pass continues to work, 
is going to have a subsidized version be on other platforms. That's the, that's the future I think is going to happen. That's my, I've argued that many times. I think the only way for this to work is for them to have game pass on their platforms. That's really the only way I can see Nintendo going for that Mm -hmm. sooner than Sony. Yeah. Yeah. And I I wonder if that changes, you know, it's funny. You brought that up. Great, 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 uh, uh, point of contention, uh, steel and Umbra, because, I, I guess we can ask ask this question to the chat, ask this question to both of you, and obviously I want you to continue still because you're killing it. Does the conversation or ideology change if it's Game Pass going into these services and it's a curated you know, list of games? Not every game. Like Halo is not mm-hmm. never going to be played on PlayStation. It's it's just not as no, it, it should. Shouldn't. Yeah, it should. Um, last one. If you're not willing all... to play ball, I'm not going to play ball with you. That makes no sense. And when you say play ball, does that does because I want I want this to be clear because I think I think you're onto something here. When you say play ball, is that suggesting that if Sony wants these games on their platform, then they need to make games like God of War and oh, Spider-Man period. If available give, on Xbox. If we're going to give Halo, I need God of War. If you're going to get Forza, then I need Gran Turismo. If you're going to get whatever, I, there needs to be a fair exchange if you're going to do that. Right. But And, and guess who wins at that point? Both well, we, sides we win do, as gamers. Because if, if, if we as right. gamers win, but both sides also win because now you're giving people an avenue to be invested in both sides. That's what we're doing right now with all other subservices. Right, I'm start there's calling a... you fool steel alchemist. You said <laughs> equivalent exchange. I'm just that, that's what that's the best way that things would pan out, and that's what Xbox, at least to me, from what I've been hearing, has been saying. Hey, we're not going to give games away to people just because we know that we're not strong in the console space for X reasons, right? There's been courtroom documents that have come out that people Mm -hmm. block deals that things are cut a certain way there's been documentaries that have been put out there that have explained why xbox is on the back foot nothing excuses anything because again they're a trillion dollar company and you have to find out what's best for you but what's best for them is software and they're doing more and more of just that delivering software and if we get more first and third party games and people start getting, again, that curated version of Game Pass, again, I'm not giving you a, a Halo if you're not giving me a Smash Brothers, I'm, uh, Nintendo as an example. But yeah. you can get, you know, Pentiment. You can get High Five Rush. You can get maybe some of these other games that, you know, they're they're doing well. Maybe they're new. We, we're really trying to blow them up. You're not going to get a Gears. Uh, I mean, one, you don't have the platform to do that. And PlayStation definitely isn't going to play ball because in order, because that's the other thing that Microsoft and Xbox has been also adamant about is trying to streamline your experience to give you the best experience possible. I can't give you the best experience if uh, your platform isn't with, willing to give me their hardware. I, I, I can't do that. So at that point, who's really, who's left out in the cold? So it's just, for mm-hmm. me, I think that I... And I, I see Umber agrees with some of the things that I'm saying here. But for oh, yeah. me, I've come to find myself in a bit of a different perspective when it comes to Xbox because I'm looking at it from that RTS view top down. Hey, they obviously have said that the traditional way of doing things in the gaming industry is not working. People are not buying games. I don't care what anybody wants to tell you, argue with you about. They do not buy games. If, we, if they did, we would not be having this conversation that we are right now. We wouldn't be talking about the price of games and all this, all the other great, like, it's just, it's just a fact. 
in order to get all the other people invested, you have to meet them where they are. And where is that? Whatever platform that they want to play on. Does that devalue Xbox all of a sudden? No. I think that adds an, ex an enormous amount of value to Game Pass because, or Xbox because now I don't. it doesn't have to just be at home. Now it's wherever I have access to my Xbox account at, which is something else that they have been working on, which is why cloud saves have become such a standard, at least for me personally. When I when I uh, sign into my account, all of my information instantly travels with me no matter where I am. That feeling of that, I don't get anywhere else. I get on Nintendo, it's a hassle. I got to do ABC thing. I just had to transfer an island for, uh, for Animal Crossing yeah, from one Switch to another console, Switch you gotta, it's, because... It's... Because yep. Nintendo said it's the it's brilliant game design to have one switch per console. No matter who plays the game, signs into what account. Oh, they're all on one island. And guess what? Oh, if there's if you're not the main person that started that island, oh, you don't even have all the access to the island. You can't mm -hmm. even do everything. So it's like, bro. So what are we? So like, what are we really talking about? In PlayStation, they are starting to get there, but somebody's already the leader that is kind of trying to. It's like it's like Moses with the sheep, man. He's trying to lead us, man. They're trying to they're trying to show us the way, right? It seems it seems like to me at least that their hands are on the pulse, and that's what's interesting to me the most is how do they how do they play this field? Because because again, I want to make the point. One side is saying that the tr traditional way of doing things isn't working, while the other side is continuously saying, "Hey, we're investing more Game Pass. We're getting more Game Pass content this year." It's preaching nothing but positive things. So, what what is the equivalent value there? That's and that's that's my question. To so, Ryan, let me ask you something because you made the point that nobody is buying games. Do you mean it on specifically for Xbox guys? Or no, I mean for just across the board on every platform. I, I, okay, okay. Sotnis asked you... the question. I asked that because Sotnis made a good point mm -hmm. in the chat. He says there's no reason to port games if nobody's buying anything. And that's the other thing. But if I give you a, but if I give you a platform that intrinsically a lot of people are going to be attached to, because if I make Game Pass so available to you that every PC player, as soon as I boot Windows up, boom, it's right there. It's just a button that I click and it's in front of you. I get you. I can get you into the ecosystem. So at that point, if I can get you into the ecosystem in other ways and you find so much value that, man, now that I'm playing this game. Wow. Well, I, I didn't even know about this game. Oh, it's not in Game Pass. Oh, that's right. That's all right. I, I've I've had so much value in Game Pass. Maybe I got enough money to spend on that game now. At least that's what it's been for me in my example. Um, from others in my in my example, that's what I've seen on when I scout the streets of Reddit, Twitter, YouTube, whatever the case. Because I try to be as active as possible. Um, but what I mean by people not buying games again outside of Nintendo because they have the highest attach rate and they also don't drop the price of their games. True. No, they do not. But outside of that. And again, that's just a completely different is unfortunately or fortunately, depending on who you are, how you think about it. Nintendo has done exactly what Microsoft is trying to do now, but they did it years in advance. They put themselves in their own box and said, nope, this is what, how we do things, which is fine because PlayStation and Xbox were always going to be compared to each other because they were always making similar games to each other. Right. They were the two competitors with, with one another. And those two platforms were proving that they weren't growing the console market. The only person that could possibly do that was Nintendo. But not everybody's a handheld gamer. Not everybody wants to play their games at 480, 720p on their 4K TV. We are in 2024, <laughs> so right? True. Which is why everybody wants a new Switch. So it's like things have to have to progress. Things have to move forward. And 
if the two main players that everybody talks about and knows that, hey, there is nobody else here, are saying that, hey, this thing that we've been doing for X amount of years in gaming isn't really sustainable, and Xbox comes out and shows a different way and shows that it might be sustainable, at least a little bit more than what the other side is showing, who is, by the way, seemingly doing the exact same things. Why is Foamstars going into PlayStation Plus? I got a few reasons why I believe that's. Oh, 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 oh! I, I mean, I, I, that's not that, that's uh, not surprising. That's going to, uh, uh, to uh, not at all. That no, game has that would not have written sold. all no, over no, it. Yeah, no, no. So like, hey, why we got to subsidize this. Put this inside there, and maybe people a, play it. That's a brand new game. I thought Square Enix and PlayStation had such a good partnership that people were buying games, right? Oh, mm-hmm. or maybe they looked at the Final Fantasy numbers and said. Oh, if man, Final Fantasy 16 didn't do gangbuster numbers, what is what is Foam Stars? Maybe maybe, maybe they maybe, maybe they look at the um about the what was the other one? They, they they look at all the Square Enix looks at all their entire list of games and said, mm-hmm. oh man, well, um, hey hey PlayStation, what 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 kind of bag would you cut to get this in your service? I thought PlayStation doesn't do that. I thought that's why people love PlayStation because they do things differently. That's that's what I have yet to see. But that and that's what I have seen as a fan of Xbox and where. So now it's like, where is that equivalent exchange as far as competition goes? So it's that's that's where that's kind of how I'm looking at it in the totality as far as branding goes and everything. Again, nobody's going away anytime soon. People trying to make Xbox seem like they're going to sell themselves out within the next few years and they're no longer going to exist. And the console's going to go. Guys, they support the PC market. They already know how this goes. It's not, it's not the phone market, and I don't think the console market will ever be that, where year over year you're getting a brand new console. But even if we cut down the generation to half the time, four to five years, maybe you get a new console, you get a new piece of hardware, maybe they make it up. I don't, they'll never make it upgradable because that's not the point of consoles outside of like hard drives and stuff like that. They should continue to do what they've done. That's, that, that's pretty awesome. But outside of that, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's my thoughts on it. So, you know, no, it's a great, it's a great point. Um, let's see. Someone had put uh, chat that the, the the Hellblade two date leaked ecstasies. Oh wow! Apparently Man, today. Uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm trying to find it. I it, again, it just you know you're doing. A, I have three screens open, and I someone in the, whoever put that in the chat, re put it in the chat if you don't mind, because I'm at ecstasies right now. And it says, according to our sources, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 would already have a release date on Xbox and PC consoles. The mentioned date will probably be made official at the Xbox Developer Direct this Thursday. Um, and uh, it doesn't have the date here, but someone had put it in the chat. I, I missed oh, it. Oh, apparently somebody uh, somebody just said that the Final Fantasy fourteen beta just dropped. That's what I saw, yeah. Oh, shit, really? Well, that's, that's mm, a... No, he said he's not lying, but we, we didn't verify it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I got to check that out. He said he just put out a blog but, about but, that. That's good. That's big news, man. Uh, Idle Sloth is probably listening as he does. Uh, Idle, if you are out there, brother, DM me and uh, confirm whether or not... Uh, the, um, I'm going to treat Final Idol Fantasy like the, uh, Young Metro. If I if Young Idol don't say it, I don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, Idol Idol's a guy. Hazardor right. Gaming's another one. Uh, Nico's another one. When they when they talk, I, I I stop and I listen. Uh, I'm looking in my DMs and I don't see it as of yet, but that doesn't mean it's it's not true. Um, 
we you know what we'll come back to this in a hot second. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep looking. Um, but let's get your take on this. The 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 brand identity. Uh, I I think that Xbox is on the cusp of something incredibly special. Mm-hmm. I I really do. Like I, I I mean again, I'm not suggesting that 2021 wasn't a banger of a year. They won Publisher of the Year for a reason. There was a lot of great games there. Okay, they took a bit of a dump on the 22 in 22. There were some smaller games, obviously Pentiment being a, one of those games. And there were a few others, but nothing like lit the world on fire. I hear you. 2023, now again, you take take Redfall, put it off to the side. It didn't deliver. I get it, folks. I totally get it. But my God, they knocked it out of the park for anyone and everyone that's an Xbox fan because there was something there for you. 2024 is shaping up to be probably and again this is all speculation just based on what we have in front of us if you get in the same year a hellblade an avowed an indiana jones and an aura and then on the back end of that you had a south of midnight you had a clockwork revolution a towerborn a stalker two at the end of the year you have quite a quite a few big ones from third party second party and indie this might be the best year in xbox history for brand I kind of think that if you start at this stage where you're just building the momentum and you go and you say, okay, we're going to put a couple of games here on other platforms, I get more players. I, I get all of that. But I think ultimately it does some irreparable damage to the brand of Xbox. Do you agree? Um, this is my thing. Absolutely, I agree. I think it does damage. Uh, I, you know, respect to to Steele's um, thinking on it. Not, I'm not fully disagreeing with everything you say, um, but I think I'm much in line with Hargeet here, and I'm sure most of the chat. I think it does irreparable damage for sure to the brand, and I'll tell you why. Because exclusivity matters in the sense of tying you to that something, to that ecosystem. If I know I can get it everywhere else, why would I have to go to you? If I can play it on PlayStation, I'll just get a PlayStation. I don't need an Xbox. Now that we people will argue that, well, that's the goal. They want you to get Game Pass, but there's no give there. There's no give and take because all we're doing is putting those games on that platform. Unless it has Game Pass on that platform, it defeats the purpose entirely for Microsoft to have done what they do. And I'll double that down. I said this before. I say that because to Seal's point, people are not buying these games, right? You Even more so, we see what's happening with Spider-Man and how they have to bundle it. We see what happened with Horizon. They have to bundle that to get it to that point, right? Our Hoof Brothers are not going to support these Xbox games. I'm just going to tell you the truth. You're going to have some that buy it. Most won't. They just won't. Not until they go on sale or whatever. They can say all that they want to and throw dirt on us about us being, you know, cheap buyer whatever they want to how would they do it welfare buyers and pass game pass all that nonsense they can throw out their mouth left and right they don't buy games to your point uh still so what they what are they going to do if it's some you know red-headed stepchild xbox game coming to their platform they're not going to support it now nintendo might do it I won't say that they won't because they get a lot of third-party shovelware that nobody wants to play anyway. So getting quality titles over there, maybe, maybe they will. I think, though, the point it has to be is that Phil has to stick true to his word. And because abandoning what he said and saying that 
Game Pass titles. Well, games will be available wherever Game Pass is. If he abandons that, we now lose trust in what he told us. We now have no reason to believe anything going forward. And that's going to what Hargeet was talking about earlier when he talked about how it's worrisome or at least uh, annoying to have to constantly have to worry. Well, will this Xbox game go be here? Or will, will it go over there? If I'm a consumer and I'm a multi-console uh, buyer, which I am, which you all are, and, you you know, still, I know you mostly on PC, but, you know, if most of us are buying, uh, you know, an Xbox or a PlayStation or a Nintendo, one of those are going to have to give at a point. If I know that, and I know most people are going to say, well, you're tied to the ecosystem and, and, and you know, you're not going to want to abandon that, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, I probably won't. That doesn't speak for everybody, though. And if I know I can get my games on PlayStation, my Xbox games, rather, or Xbox IP on a PlayStation, as well as those PlayStation games, if I'm looking to try to save some money as far as, you know, you know spending it on an Xbox or whatever, I might just say I'll just buy a PlayStation. I don't know how that serves Microsoft in the end, because now you're wondering if those guys on PlayStation are really going to support that game. And I just don't believe they will. I, I mean, it's an abundance of games that'll be coming that way. But, but unless Microsoft goes full third party, I don't know how that benefits them. And I just, I just don't see it. Uh, game Pass is the future for sure. So oh, to me, yeah. Game Pass has to be a part of that equation for that equivalent exchange. You see what I mean? Still, it has to be a case where Game Pass lands on those platforms for those games and for curated game pass um if you will because uh you know I, I think it would be pretty blasphemous to see uh halo load up on the playstation i'm just going to be honest with you i think there's some things you can't there's some genies you can't bottle back up you know yeah i, mean? I, I agree and that's one of them because that's a super that's a tentpole like people talk about all oh, these major releases there's a difference yeah you know who uh you know uh and he calls those titles the sacred cows that, exactly that's 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 his wording. We talk almost every day, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, the, actually, it's Kesanti and Everborn Saga." Let me let me correct that because we talk the three of us almost every day, and and in the last conversation we had, um, Everborn actually said that he goes, "You know, there there are there are certain titles that are looked upon as you know, quote unquote, sacred cows that cannot, for a multitude of reasons, be released on another platform. Your PC already gets it, which is great." PC is the biggest uh, outside of mobile. When you consider the, the four platforms, Umbra, PC, and Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox, PC trumps all three. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. So they're already putting it on a platform that has millions upon millions stacked on top of each other of players yep. where they will find an audience. This is why I do not really agree with putting games be on, on, on like a PlayStation. That's like a great for instance, Hi-Fi Rush is like a great I, You actually made a great point right there. Please, go ahead. say, I mean, you, you got it on PC. You have no reason to bring it to these other platforms. Most, in millions upon millions, like you said, are playing it on PC. If they don't have an Xbox, you don't really have an excuse not to play that. I mean, Xbox is everywhere now. You got it on mobile and everything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's hard to escape it. So if the, the I don't see why it needs to be on PlayStation or Nintendo for it to do well. Because I if I make it how... undeniable, then what? I if think I it's make undeniable it so, now. I mean, to 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 some for sure. But if I make it so undeniable to a point to where, it, what I'm like, even if they did, because again, 
exclusives do matter. They 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 part of your brand identity. Even if we'll just stick with Halo because that's gonna be the most pertinent one. Right. Even if Halo did ever go to PlayStation, and I agree with y'all, I think that would be that's that that would be dumb as hell if that ever happened. But right. right. Even if it did, if I charged all the PlayStation consumers to pay $70 to, to access Halo, unless it's the free-to-play multiplayer, as an example. But if I was going to the complete package, because Halo, the campaign, you got to pay for if you're not right. subscribed to Game Pass, who who is going to get the most kickback out of that? I'm going to get at least 70-30 from it, or more, maybe even 80-20, because it's my game. Me just putting it on your platform, the only thing I'm doing is making it accessible to more people. It doesn't kill my brand, though, because now what I've done is I've put a multiplayer... I put a multiplayer game on your platform that is traditionally mine that people recognize will continue to recognize. Microsoft is the first thing that pops up on there. And guess what? Now those people are going to intrinsically attach themselves that way. At least, again, maybe it's just me. And I am and I am a thorough Xbox fan. Maybe it's just me, but because of how I've grown to look at things and maybe because i well, am you're more seeing the market focused. the future of the market i think this is really the think, crux of the conversation you're, the you're looking thing, down the road there's no I doubt think about the other that. thing too though boom is that because what i've come to find out because i am more multiplayer focused mm -hmm. that i've never truly had an allegiance to one particular oh i got this platform because it has these games per se right so maybe that's why i have a little bit more of that opening well i open the door just a little bit more but i can also hear the conversation of okay you say halo needs to stay on these platforms phil has said hey as long as it has game pass that's you can play the game through there if i make it so undeniable for you again game pass is almost is damn near playable everywhere yeah. if playstation ever puts a web browser on their console which at some point you're going to have to do something because mm -hmm. these consoles for better or for worse have been turned into entertainment devices they don't yeah. just play games anymore. They've solid, they've solidified that in the PlayStation 3. Matter of fact, Sony did it even in the PlayStation 2 era. It's not just a game console. Oh, it plays movies. It does this. It does that. You have to give me additional things as a consumer so I can see additional value in your box just outside of your games. Because right, but, see, but still, that's my ahead. point. What value will Nintendo or PlayStation gamers get if they can get those games over there? without having to subscribe to the service or buy an Xbox. There's no value there. And well, on, that's what I'm on top saying, of to that, just to add, if it's multiplayer, I would agree. Like a, a Sea of Thieves, I can see that. That doesn't hurt us because that's a multiplayer thing. If it's a Call of Duty, as we all know, that, that doesn't hurt us. But single-player unique, single-player IP, that absolutely should not happen. Those but again, I think, should not I think, be coming over there to the I think the point like I think that. the point is being missed, though, that the only way that they would come is if they come part of a subscription or unless PlayStation or these other platforms that, again, and I see people saying the same thing in chat, oh, well, you're just essentially saying you could buy one platform and that's it. Yeah, sure, that may be essentially what I am hinting at, but overall, in the, in the scope of it, if this is Xbox's direction, this is going to be the reality of it. And these other publishers, if, that, if it ever came to that platform for the exact reasons that y'all are mentioning, mm -hmm. then what did Sony or Nintendo give to get that and if the answer is nothing and it continues to be nothing 
then we have bigger questions. We have a bigger issue at hand at that point. I'm that's, just only yeah, coming that's, from that's where I'm with you. Of, that's where I agree with you. I, that, yeah, it, it, it has to be some type of given. You got to be an equivalent equivalent exchange. That's why I called you full metal, full steel alchemist because <laughs> it's got to be an equivalent exchange. You know, I'm start calling you Edward right. Elric. It, right, it, it, it's got to it, be. It, it can't just definitely. be here. You go. Here's my game for you. You know, and barely any sales. Like I just don't think it's gonna. They don't, they're gonna do, do anything sales wise that's going to say this is why we needed to do i just don't see it happening yeah. i don't think those games will sell gangbusters or anywhere near it to, to you know what I, can, can i can there. i throw something at you guys here i was thinking yeah, about this uh, on the back end of it let, let, let me flip the coin here uh chat please throw th th drop your bars here now we're xbox fans here right and we're like you know we we want to see xbox go back to the days of the xbox 360 where the the conversation was their games, right? That's mm -hmm. that's why you invested in Xbox because they had all these amazing exclusives: Mass Effect, Gears of War, Halo. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. you can go, you just you go go down the list. Uh, Bioshock at one point was exclusive, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's it, it and that's a, that's a legendary IP. But what if we just kind of flip the coin on its side for a second and say? Mm -hmm. What if the PlayStation players are like, how dare you allow Xbox to put their shit on our on, on our platform? Do you think you get any pushback from the PlayStation players? Because it doesn't seem like that. A lot of the, the, the bigger voices, the more toxic voices, and I, no names mentioned here, are out there rah-rahing this and, and quoting Phil Spencer from 2014 saying, more players, more games. You see Xbox talked about it 10 years ago. That's not what he meant. You took him out of context, sure, but that, get, get a new tweet. Go, go, why don't you pull the story from Jez Corden where he says they're not going third party. He just right. he literally just said that. But would there be pushback from the PlayStation fans? No, because they want the games. Ah, but okay, they 1,000% yeah. want the games. And the, the thing that I found out over over the years, especially being more, because I came in more so on the PC, uh, PC side of things, um, main thing that I found out is that Console gamers want PC games, and PC gamers want console games. That is old. Mm -hmm. That that will. I don't care what anybody tells you. That yep. is a fact. That why, why do you think people get so excited when certain games do come to PC um, from console? Because those are things that we have that we have asked for. We don't need it, but they are nice to have, and they do play better when they come to um, when they come to the PC ecosystem. Windows has always been intrinsically part of that, mm -hmm. and I think that I think the, the the biggest thing too that adds on to that is just like they're just going to buy less games than what they're buying now. Like they're already. So there is this mentality that games have to be a certain way. And even with that mentality, you, you are seeing the, the wide cracks that are in that, uh, that logic of thinking, Oh, it needs to be graphically impressive. It needs to be a uh, heavily narrative game. It needs to be um, the best experience that I've ever played in the world. And for everything that they give those games, is that what we get in Xbox all the time? No, and there's reasons for that because every game doesn't need to be that. That doesn't define quality to me. But that's why I always go back to also, no, ma no matter wh where these games go. And again, I do want Xbox to stay true to their words and what Phil has even stated um, about the whole Game Pass, uh, games only being accessible where if you can find Game Pass. Yes. Because mm -hmm. again, you have to give, you have to give people at least of the old guard, a reason to continuously believe in what you're in what you're selling, especially versus your competition. And 
yeah, I just I just think there would definitely there's definitely going to be a lack of um, there's going to be a lack of I don't I don't want to say respect there for for the for the games that would come to the platform if they did come to PlayStation. I just I just don't think they'll they'll people would hype it up, maybe talk about it, and it, we just go right back to that third part that third party conversation. But like, oh, you, see what I told you, uh, Xbox yeah. third party. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know you, you you're on to something, and I and again I I, I want to just add to that conversation because folks, listen, I'm not trying. I don't get in the middle of console war shit. Like I I sometimes I will poke fun and I'll yeah. retweet something from like the black Viking or my good friend, J rock, right? Like those guys, I love those guys. And they put some stuff out there. It's funny. So you, you retweet it, you, you, you favorite it. It's, it's funny to watch. They're not hurting anybody, but the truth of the matter is, and this is, this isn't a, this isn't a, a dig into PlayStation fans, folks. It is a sad reality that for all the shit that they talk about, uh, about exclusives, they don't buy their own games. It is crazy. I probably have more PlayStation stuff than some of these diehard knuckleheads. I got stable. I, I, I buy almost every collector's edition. I got loads of statues in this shelf right here. I wouldn't and, doubt it. Hell, there was some uh, hooved uh, hijinks going on where a brother didn't even have a PlayStation 5 and was wow. cabin for it. See, so yeah, that's, they, they, that's they, my problem. Out. We we yeah. got we have to stop stop that. That's mm-hmm. that is such weird energy having people come to the community. That's that's the only thing that I have a problem with a lot of the with a lot like of that's the that weird energy. It's just weird <laughs> energy. Like, weird why are we thing. lying about video? If you're willing to lie about anything video game related, what else are you really willing to lie about? Yeah, you, something's wrong. Yeah. You if you lie about that, you'll lie about at least anything. that's what how I think about it. No, you're right. Because I mean, if you're <laughs> You'll lie about something lie about something as simple as that, then you'll lie about anything. Yeah, it's it's it is I love it. I don't I don't think you can end the conversation better than weird energy because that's that's just okay. So look, real quick, folks, we do got some breaking news. Oh uh, as as confirmed uh by Xbox Wire, thanks to Pong Soul consistently in the DMs dropping the information. Final Fantasy 14 online open beta now available on Xbox Series X. NS, ladies and gentlemen, and according to, of course, Xbox Wire, this was written by Luke uh, Kamari, who is the uh, PR director for Square Enix. He published this on Xbox Wire. Uh, it says summary: critically uh, acclaimed, more uh, well, you know, uh, more porg. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Online has officially launched into its beta on Xbox Series X and S, boasting 4K support on Xbox Series X, and faster loading times on both consoles. All progress will carry over to the full launch. Our Starter Guide series offers tips and tricks to make your early steps into the realm of Orzea even better. And, yep, it's it's available, like, literally right now. I know Steele probably ran over to his console to start downloading because he loves Final oh, Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Time to pull out the Buster Sword. Yeah, the Buster Sword, indeed. So, look. Oh, by the way, yes, the rumor of uh, mm. Iwa Saga Hellblade Two releasing May twenty first is out there too. Twenty first, yes, oh. that's that's the that's the date I heard. Yeah, twenty first. Um, I mean, listen, it's May's a great time. It's right before E three, or you know, the, the summer showcase, whatever the hell it's going to be called, and um, it's uh, it's out of the way. If, I think May is a really good day, a really good month for that game. I don't know if anything do, do we have anything like locked in that's around that game. I think it's going to have its own room to breathe. To be honest with you, 
You know what? Let me look. I want to see actually. Now, now yeah, just, yeah, just for sh- for shits and giggles. So look, uh, I have a uh, okay. So every now and again, I, well, every now and again, I get a lot of DMs, and I'm putting this out there into the ether. Uh, if there's something that we haven't covered that you're very passionate about, DM me. My DMs are open. I talk to everybody on a regular basis. If you have a, a particular question or a subject matter that isn't, you know, that's not like pushing limits, obviously, we we can have that conversation. And I, and I bring that up because Nathan Squire had DM'd me and uh, he, bring, he asked a very pointed question. Very interesting question. And I thought, you know what? Being that we're talking about branding, we're talking about Xbox Game Pass, this is a pretty good question for the community. It's a great question for the panel members here. And he asks this, Steel Rain. What impact do you think Call of Duty, which, of course, he's talking about Gulf War, which is releasing later this year uh, by Treyarch, will have by dropping day and date on Xbox Game Pass, and will it bring more eyes to the category, uh, the catalog list of games we already have and the potential to get people to become fans of Halo, Gears, and other first-party titles? So basically, Steel, what he's asking is that, is there going to be that migration mm. from PlayStation to Xbox, not because it's going to look better or it's going to run better, but there is something to be said about 2024. Listen, just look at the field of view. Folks, gaming is getting more expensive. But on top of that, the world continues to raise its prices. Gas has gone up. Eggs have gone up again. Uh, you know, it, it, rent, your, your, your mortgages have went up. Yeah. So in order to be a part of the conversation, one of the first things that we know as, as you know, as you know, heads of households deal that the first thing that's going to go when money is tight is entertainment, right? And when I'm not saying this is going to happen to PlayStation players only, it's happening across the world. But if you if you are a PlayStation casual, right, you buy two games a year, right? Uh, it could be Madden, it could be 2K, it's definitely going to be Call of Duty. You play some free-to-play stuff. Every now and again, you buy a Spider-Man, too, because, you know, they're talking around the water cooler, and you're like, yeah, I got to get this game. Mm-hmm. Maybe they buy maybe they buy another third-party game like a Grand Theft Auto. They don't spend a lot of money. But at the end of the day, there is something to be said about $76.43 and, uh, versus $16.99, plus you get this plethora of other games in there like Gears, like Hellblade 2, like right. Clockwork Revolution. Do you think this this particular year is going to be impactful for Call of Duty dropping day and date? If we end up getting Call of Duty uh, go for in the Game Pass, I do think it's going to be astronomical for the service. And uh, we're going to see a huge flux of people move over. Now, again, it is going to be determined a lot by uh, where people's friends are playing, right? Um, but it's not going to take long for the word to get out. Uh, that hey you can play call of duty here in game pass um i do think now call of duty is is a bit of an outlier because it's going to do well kind of regardless no 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 matter what it could be in it could be out um but i do think that with it coming into game pass it may even be a bigger year for activision because um the people who do the xbox 
people who are already invested are going to see so much of a benefit that you might end up spending $60 in microtransactions on cosmetics because, man, I just saved some ducats, right? Um, I think that'll be the main entryway. Uh, so I, I think the other thing, too, I was speaking to those people that are still like on the previous generation consoles uh, in comparison to, to us. And I think that would be a good gateway for them. Maybe they just recently got a Series S. Maybe they look into gear, getting a Series S. Uh, we do know that the Series S has been a, a, quite a winner for Xbox, no matter how people feel about it. And Call of Duty is always going to be made sure to run the best it can on that system. So. At that point, I, I think one and one just equals two, where people just kind of see the inherent value and say, hey, maybe you try out Call of Duty for that one time, 15 bucks a month. Nothing's locking you in. That's the other thing I think people forget about is like, like they, they think that Xbox is like a gym membership. It's like Planet Fitness, where you sign up for one month and then you try to cancel the next month. They give you the, the rigmarole and, and you find <laughs> out that you got to pay $1,000 to cancel your membership. You're like, hey, well, that's not what I asked for. Uh, but yeah, you got to read the fine print, but no, um, you, so like you could try it for a month. There's going to be a lot of people that I think will want to try it. I mean, again, 15 versus 70, $80, um, is a huge inherent value for people. And I do think it's going to be a mover. If, uh, Xbox isn't at 50 million bare minimum by the end of the year, uh, I do think that that's going to be the, one of the main things that pushes them over. That conversation gets start, get started again. It's Treyarch coming back also. Um, so there is going to be excitement with some excitement to roll in with that. Uh, I am a bit down on COD right now, uh, mm. although I do appreciate what they've done with moving characters forward and everything else from Modern Warfare 3. Um, the biggest reason I'm down, though, is we've literally we literally paid $70 for DLC. Um, again, I paid it. I've had my fun with it. Story was great. Multiplayer was great. Warzone 3, I have an awesome time with. I don't regret purchases um, 99% of the time. So it's like I got my money's worth there, I feel like. Is next year going to also be what people wanted? Maybe more story, even better multiplayer. It feels a little bit different. Treyarch's back on the, maybe back at the top, really getting their focus in um, and getting people drown, uh, drove in there. Zombies, a traditional zombie mode is also going to be in there. There's going to be so many things that kind of stack on top of each other that can interest somebody who either isn't invested yet or maybe has questions, maybe just got a Series S, or maybe their, their friends tell them that, hey, you know that you can get Call of Duty and Game Pass, right? They're like, huh? Why would I do that? It's the only game I play. Well, maybe it doesn't have to be the only game that you play. And uh, I think, and I think that, that I think that would be a perfect time to probably start that. If it hasn't started yet for a lot of people, I think that will start start that my process um, once that happens. I, I I I love the theory, and I think you're onto something. Uh, Infinite Umbra. Let, let let's get your hot take on this because. Call of Duty. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to paint this picture for you. Call of Duty could be that you know. And again, I hate to use the terminology because it's just dumb. But the 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 drug to get you in, right? Like for instance, it's such a powerful brand, and it has such uh, recognition. Call of Duty is and still is one of the most played online games. Obviously, Microsoft owning it is—it's a big deal for them. Uh, when uh, when when um, uh, the the mobile version of what what uh, um, not World of War um, Warzone is released in the spring, 
it's going to be a big deal. And that's going to be on mobile. Like these kids, they play Call of Duty. Call of Duty's played more on mobile than anywhere else, which is just I, I, I had to look that up. That's a fact, folks. That's to me is crazy. Uh, I, I'd have been like, yeah, no, PC for sure. Nope, no, it's mobile. Mobile is is ringing the dinner bell. Insane, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And and it's this new generation. They can play on phones. I I, I can't. Right, that's not my bag. These damn generations here. <laughs> yeah. So the question simply is: Do you think something like Call of Duty Warzone dropping into Game Pass day and date versus? 7643 on PlayStation is going to be significant uh, significant enough to move people over but maybe they maybe they stay because again Game Pass is this 500 uh pound gorilla in the room that has all of these games they 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 market it still as 100 games we know they've had over 500 at some point and well, this year alone, yeah. Embra, is going to just levy some really powerful titles on top of Call of Duty. Do you see a migration? I think for those who are like educated buyers, definitely. Okay. Uh, the Steel's point. What about those, the casuals? A lot of the casuals, I don't know. That's, that's the troublesome bunch because they're not educated on a lot of this. <laughs> they're just like, oh, well. All I know is PlayStation and somebody on TikTok said PlayStation was better. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they'll just be influenced. <laughs> it's and just, so true. You so know, true. I, I don't know, honestly. I think, though, oh, by the way, in Warzone, is free to play, so. Yes. But, um, oh, by the way, I looked up, too. May is open. There, I, I, There's no game scheduled for May as far as, like, major releases. That's great. So Hellblade would fit right in there perfectly. But, yeah, my, my thinking is, for those who are more educated buyers, absolutely they'll migrate. Um, but I think it would have been, have been even much more of a migration if especially for the casuals if call of duty was exclusive that that goes back to the exclusive argument if call of duty was exclusive to xbox i think a lot of playstation guys would would turn coat and uh, you know the casuals at least and be on xbox so that's part of the issue uh it going into game pass though it still will bring some people over who are more uh knowledgeable and will want to save money at the end of the day by just subscribing because they're going to get the annually anyway. Why not just right. have a subscription that you subscribe to for however many months that you're going to play it? Um, and then, you know, resubscribe the next year when the next one comes out. You know what I mean? And it, that's the bigger thing. Uh, but part of the issue, too, is is something that Phil brought up when he was on um, Kind of Funny, which is the ecosystem thing. And, you know, and you being used to what you've been playing on. A lot of these guys have been raised, um, you know, playing playstation or thinking it's yeah. the de facto console so it's going to take a lot to uproot them that's the bigger thing and it's the same for us it's why it's, it's, it'll be hard even if uh xbox or microsoft rather did some things i didn't prefer that i, I wouldn't just be like because i even made a point about that on um i think on xbox infinite and i was like mm -hmm. or, or infinite now it's just the infinite podcast sorry y'all sorry risk it um, named after me, of course. Uh, but he I was gonna say I, I would still be asking for some sort of uh legal yeah. situation going on. Yeah, there. I need to get some type of jackets about <laughs> Sorry, that. I, do. I need to look into that. I'm too forgiving. But um, yeah, like because I think because I made a point like, well, they do this, I'll be like this, and they were like, Are you really gonna like get rid of your Xbox or not? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking a big game, but all of us who are really down for this console, the hardcore, we're not moving. 
And I think it's the same for our Hoover brothers. I think that they will stick to that platform regardless. The bigger point would be to try to get Game Pass on the console. That's the bigger point. If they can get Game Pass on there, Call of Duty would be one of those curated games that can come to it. That way, Microsoft double dips and wins. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, they'll they'll win win Sony would have to pay through the nose because they actually offered it. You remember yeah. in the in the court documents they offered them, hey, you can have Call of Duty in your service. They're like, no, yeah, they don't want that. It's too much have, money. They have to pay them for that exactly. But like, I mean, Microsoft to be fair is going to it's a win win for them regardless because the yeah. game is going to sell well. That's one of the games that will sell well on PlayStation, right? Because of the casuals are going to flock to that as they do. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's tough to really say, but I think those who are ingrained they're not moving. The casuals possibly. If Microsoft can offer enough games, which they will, uh, that can move them into to people subscribing into the service and, and just getting an Xbox. Call of Duty is one of the things that can do that. I think they need another few, maybe a few other killer apps that people are just stuck to those. Like, for instance, if they had Call of Duty and 2K was all the way in Game Pass all the time. Yeah, I think people will be like, okay, it's time for an Xbox. I think yep. even the diehards on PlayStation will probably shift. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And but once they start releasing these, you know, AAA games they have and these quality exclusives they have, I think it will start pulling people through. The problem is I don't know how to dictate. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I don't know how to speculate when it comes to the casuals because I don't know. Like they're just they're stuck on these one one or two games and. That's really it. You know what I mean? They don't really. Yeah, you know you know what changes that, though, Umbra? Zeitgeist uh, conversation titles. Uh, and Xbox is going to potentially have that. Like, Hellblade could be that Zeitgeist title. Uh, you know, you obviously, if Call of Duty winds up hitting, like we expected to hit Treyarch, you know, back to being who Treyarch is, and it winds up, you know, it, it, you know it's going to be marketed only by, by, by Xbox. And you know that this year, that that, picture of call of duty is going to be on every box and every panel and every tv screen from here uh to uh, to every corner of the planet so people are going to i i think what what we need to see happen is people to once again equate call of duty with xbox yeah definitely that Somebody may mention a FIFA, which is not FIFA anymore now. What is it? What do they call it? Football, man? I don't know what they call it. I don't even know what the hell it is called. But I saw, I I'm always going to call FIFA. <laughs> yeah, but the f- former FIFA game. If they can get something like that, 2K, these are the games that people are flocking to continuously yep. annually. It's Call of Duty. It's FIFA. It is 2K. Like Genshin Impact, of course, stuff like that. If they can get those games into the service and stuff like that, yeah, that's that would draw people in much more quicker, I think, than anything else. To yeah, the service, I agree. To the platform, but I don't know. Again, I don't know what the casuals. It's hard to really say, and it's kind of hard to really nail them down and call them just casuals because they're playing crazy hours into this one or two games too. So, ca- hardcore casuals. How about that? Yeah, no, it's true. They, they have their few games. They casuals. go back to it's a two K. It's yep. the. Uh, Oh, it's you know, called it, FC it, now. FC yeah. 2024. Okay, thanks. Okay, K- K- dot. But yeah, that Katie Goat, rather. Um, I called this man K dot like he was Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, uh <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I think it's just really hard to predict. I mean, even when we had the discussion about about exclusives a minute ago, it's hard to say. Like, I 
I disagree with the notion of bringing those games there, but I get, I think that's my inner fanboy speaking, right? I don't know right. how. Well, we all, we're all out. fanboys one way or another. That's yeah. Life. And I say that just to say, I don't know how it would pan out business wise for them to, to bring those games to Nintendo or, or Sony. I don't think that PlayStation gamers or Nintendo gamers would buy them in any real major capacity to, to make it worth bringing it over there. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, yeah. so what we're just doing here is, is, is fun speculation. Shout out, Math. Um, so that's that's my thinking on it. I, I just don't know, uh, honestly. But I feel like there will be some who will who absolutely will adapt and, and move over because you have this into a, a package of Game Pass. You have this ecosystem of other games you can try out and play, especially for those who are older and maybe have family. So I can see that definitely working out in Xbox favor after the long run. They just got to continuously push out these great games. I think that's the bigger thing too. Yeah, once the cadence starts, the, the and the locomotion of the train starts to go, nothing's going to stop them. Uh, again, it's it's it, look at the end of the day, folks. Shout out to Nathaniel Squire who actually DM'd me with this, and uh, like I said, an open call to if you have a, a topic that you would like to have us cover, DM me as long as it's a respectful topic that we're not calling people. Uh, ponies or anything like that. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Hey, Harky, welcome back, brother. Thanks so much for for, for uh, joining us. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, real quick, uh, uh, you know, we have a few minutes before we get everyone on out of here. I read these super chats. Quick question for you. Uh, Umber answered it, and uh, and Steel. We had a we had a, a member of the uh, of the of the channel reach out to me and DM me. He says, uh, um, "What impact do you think Call of Duty?" Um, and of course, he's talking about Gulf War. Will have dropping day and date into Xbox Game Pass, and will more will it bring more eyes to the catalog of games like Gears, Forza, and Halo for new players? Um, I don't know that it's actually going to have as much impact on Game Pass as it's going to have on the platform. Uh, okay. Where it's marketed is where you know people are going to go, and the more you market it with Xbox, the more people are going to flock to Xbox. And I think that's going to be the big deal, right? Right now. Every time Call of Duty is marketed, all the special content, it's all been PlayStation for the last few years, right? Uh, when it was marketed by Xbox, that's where people played God. It was on Xbox. And that is going to return back to Xbox, right? They're going to market this game. The next console that this year, the, the game was marketed with a new console from PlayStation with a bundle with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. That will, from now on, always be Xbox, right? So that will be the big deal that that's the mindset will be this is now an xbox thing that's where i want to be to play cod right for those who are deciding the next generation you know when they're trying to upgrade uh, i think that's where you're going to see the difference it's that, that part of it's going to going to change it once they're on xbox it, it may make an impact right that hey what is this game pass thing right and then they start seeing oh hey wait if i just pay this I get caught in all these other games just for the couple of months I want to play. Well, that's kind of cool. I don't have to pay 70 bucks. Cool. I just pay like, you know, 17 bucks and I get everything. Well, that's kind of cool. Now, it depends on how often you play, right? If you're a Call of Duty player all year long, 70 bucks might be a better deal for you. Plus, you still have to pay, by the way, for uh, for uh, Game Pass Core, right? You still have to pay for the online, right? Uh, or say, you know, it's not much of a Delta. I could just pay... Pay the whole thing and I kind of get everything. Maybe that's better. And that way I have like all the old CODs that I bought on PlayStation before. I now have all of them. I've got the new ones. 
I've got the Halos, I've got the Gears, I've got the whatever, the FIFA, FIFAs and the Maddens because EA is part of it. You know, why, why not, right? So uh, but I think that the key difference is the marketing. I think that's the thing that's going to make the difference. It's going to start changing that mindset of, oh, oh the Call, Call of Duty's Xbox. Okay, cool. That's what I'm going to associate it with, right? Not everybody, but there will be enough people that, that, that that's going to happen, right? We, we were hearing like the the you know marketing of hogwarts that people thought that was a playstation game it's like Indeed, it's they thought it was an exclusive yep it's, it's literally everywhere <laughs> it's on switch it's literally everywhere but everybody thought it was it's a playstation game right like that's the difference is right when you when you see that marketing when you see the, the advertising the posters the banners everywhere call of duty and it's all xbox it starts going in your head oh it's xbox i need to be on xbox right that's what's going to happen i think that's the thing that's going to change I think it might drive people into Game Pass because they come over for Call of Duty. That's the thing that I think is going to happen. I don't think they're going to do it because of, of Call, you know, go to Game Pass because of Call of Duty. I think they're going to do come to, to Xbox because of Call of Duty. <laughs> that'll yeah, no, that'll no, drive make, market. No, it, it makes sense. And again, once the marketing is in full swing for for Xbox being the place for Call of Duty, some people will be like, "Oh, they got that as an exclusive now." Because I, I think it can it can work that way. And if Mark, if they go real, if they go really ham on marketing like they did during the 360 days, people will come over. Especially when, yeah. when, you know when you're talking about 15, uh, 16.99 versus 76.43. Like yep. there is something to be said about that. Uh, and, and plus, what you're getting for your your 17 bucks is you're getting the online. You are getting all of these games in this service for you. And again, it may be, maybe not every game is going to be for you. Maybe you're going to see help playing with, yeah, that's just not for me. It's a walking simulator, but maybe clockwork revolution reminds you of Bioshock and holy shit, this is great. This is in the service. And then they keep looking and maybe they were Xbox 360 players that left for PlayStation four because of the terrible marketing that went on. And like, Oh man, I remember gears of war. Oh, they remastered (laughs) the original three. Oh my God. You know? So, it could be a, it could be a domino effect, but listen, folks, we're at the two hour mark. We had almost eight hundred people here. Let me get to these last super chats, and we'll get everyone out of here. G Mania One drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "Boom! Thanks for suggesting Split Second. Picked it up, picked up a physical copy for my three sixty yesterday. Uh, it's a blast. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, I'm actually it, it, I'm, I'm I played it all weekend. It was just a lot of fun. Split Second is really really good. And it looks phenomenal." For a game that's 14 years old, it's crazy. Uh, Michael Mooney drops a very generous five pound super chat and says, What if Microsoft made Xbox exclusives available on other platforms but only playable on their subscription service, not in the store? I mean, that's that's a conversation I think would be different. I think that if if, if PlayStation was open to Game Pass, then it would it would it would be a I think it'd be a not different happening. conversation, but it, they're not yeah, going they're, to they're not it. interested. And Phil they said that's yeah, not happening. <laughs> yeah, so I I mean it would be a, I think it would be a different conversation that we're having rather than you know exclusive A going on to PlayStation versus an entire service with a curated uh, list of games going on to the service. I think that might be a different conversation, Michael. But thank you so much for the question and of course. The generosity Highlander 001 shows more generosity by dropping an outstanding five dollar super chat and says, What did I say a couple of weeks ago? Going forward, Phil Spencer has to be clear in where the games will be if they go to PlayStation 5. It does hurt Xbox. Uh, Dr. J and Mr. H88 drops a very generous five pound or oh, five dollar super chat. 
This is great show as always, Boom. Hit the like button. I'm probably the only one hoping that replaced is a shadow drop on Thursday. Listen, I'm right there with you. Replaced looks dope. I cannot wait for it. This is another side-scrolling cyberpunk game that was supposed to. The last night, we haven't heard anything yeah. about that. That game looked dope. Wasn't that tied death. to that whole Gamergate thing, though? Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It's just... I don't um, know what up with that yeah, one. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, years ago that I wanted to get yeah. onto an uh, E3 Xbox stage, mm -hmm. and we did nothing. That looked really, really good. But listen... Replaced, by the way, I think is they already announced that that was delayed until later, didn't they, this year? Ah, later sure this year. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure... It, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that game's been delayed quite a bit as well, but you know, the pandemic is still the pandemic, and if it's a small team, so I don't know if maybe money was the situation. But listen, let's uh, start with you, Umbra. Where where could people reach out to you on social media, and more importantly, subscribe to the Fix with Danny each and every Thursday evening? Sell your brand, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, always a great conversation with you guys. Still, uh, excellent addition to the show, of course. Ooh. Number two on after me, though, I had to make sure you know, establish. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> listen, you are, number, you are number one, so long as you can show me how to make a cool, gigantic PFP thing that you got going on. <laughs> yeah, I need, uh, I need yeah. some help with this. I'm gonna, I'm, the is I'm always open, the is always open, man, and party is mm -hmm. always available. Man. I'm about to pester you, you just best believe it. <laughs> but, um, no, man, you thank you too, uh, of course, Argy, for joining us. But you've been on a tear this past week, by the way. You've been on what, like five, six shows everywhere, uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know man. how many <laughs> it's been, it's been quite a bit. Yeah, because he just he just debuted with uh, Fonz. I'll let you do that, but yeah, um, thank you for joining us. And boom, of course, for you hosting of uh, doing your thing with the, the blueprint, as I call you, for for all these thank other you, shows that's copying, you know, with the whole I ain't I want to say copy to be mean, but that's putting out multiple shows throughout the week. You're definitely the blueprint for that. I'll tell everybody that. But um, yeah, and, and thank you, you chat family. Thank you all. I put it in the chat already. You know, subscribe and come by Thursdays at eight o'clock at e uh, eight o'clock PM EST, uh, seven o'clock, of course, Chicago. Or catch us later on replay. Um, if you can come through and leave a comment or something like that, it'll help us with the algorithm and things like that. The uh, link is there right under that comment. So if you guys have not subscribed yet to the fix in my channel, please do come by. We're going to have a really good show this week. Of course, we have Delhi, who is Ooh. a former Ubisoft, yeah. Microsoft employee um, nice. coming through, as well as Shane Bailey, who was also a no, not former. He's actually with Ubisoft still, I believe, uh, Shane. So. Nice. Um, two developers, myself, Danny, and maybe we can get another guest. I'm not sure, but there might be enough. I think uh, we'll be discussing, oh, yeah. of course, the, the direct developer direct. What better thing than to have devs yeah. uh, talking with us on the after developer direct, right? And um, yeah, so come by, check us out Thursdays, eight o'clock Eastern. You, of course, can also find me on the uh, Infinite Podcast. I almost said the old name, but the Infinite Podcast. We want to be much more wide reaching, I guess, with the name. Uh, that's eight o'clock Eastern, excuse me, seven o'clock Eastern on Fridays now um, for the time change for those guys. Myself, Risky for the Biscuit, that blue number who you all may have seen in the chat Ooh. earlier in uh, Jedi Knight Peter. Um, and uh, that's really it. Of course, on social media, you can find me Infinite Umbra or Umbra Infinite. You'll find me either way on Twitter X. And uh, that's it. Thank you guys for being here with us. 
Thank you so much. And Steel Rain, let's sell your brand, brother, because this Saturday is going to be a big show. Obviously, oh, yeah. you and Pong Soul, uh, Living Split Screen, 10 a.m. Eastern uh, Eastern Time. And obviously, you guys are going to be responding to what happens Thursday at 3 oh, p.m. Yeah. Eastern with the Developer Direct. Talk about it, brother. It's where people can help you get your lofty goal of 3,000 subscribers by the end of 2024. And more importantly, follow you on social media facts well boom i want to say first off i appreciate you for having me here uh everybody you can follow me i steal rain i that's he is a seven everywhere uh google's probably the easiest place to just type that information in everything will come up um i do freaking the streets of the xbox ecosystem um just because it works so well in tandem between the actual console itself and PC and um, Twitter, otherwise known as X. Uh, other than that, like Boom mentioned, every Saturday morning, uh, I am a, one of the hosts for a non-console-centric platform known as Living Split Screen, talking about everything going on within the gaming industry uh, from that RTS approach that I, that I constantly try to come from. And uh, also that home of the ECP, Educated Consumer Perspective, because we're not in the industry, but me and Pawn together both have uh, over, definitely over three decades of customer service, sales, uh, professional business experience. So we try to put everything together, hammer some things out, and overall uh, talk about this hobby and passion that we love so much. But uh, other than that, every Tuesday, got to start fitness, getting it uh, more so into the into the closing um, every Tuesday, you can find me right here, part of Xbox Factor Podcast, right here with Mr. Boomstick XL, somebody that I consider as a pillar of community. I add that on top of what I'm going to say there. Um, it's absolutely it's absolutely the truth and great conversation that we were able to have today. I got to slide out of here to go get my daughter, yep. but I want to wish everybody in chat a magnificent and wonderful rest of your day. And one thing that I would like to leave with is know who you are, not only as a person, but know who you are as a gamer as well. And much mm -hmm. love and stay safe. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Alien Ninja in the uh, chat. They said Replaced is the last night. They changed the name. Actually, it's not. Uh, just FYI, Replaced is, it is being developed by Sad Cat Studios Limited. And the last night is by the company or the developer Odd Tales. Two separate games. They look similar for sure. Uh, but uh, last night is, is 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 a bit in the development hell. Um, it looks really good, uh, and I want both of them because I like side scrolling 2.5D. Speaking of which, Hargeet, let's sell your brand, brother. Uh, obviously, you're not on social media. Good on you, Mrs. Boomstick. <laughs> gives you the thumbs up for that. But you can be found on Xbox. You can, of course, be found on Discord. But you, my friend are consistently banging the drum of Game on Daily. That is a site that is run, of course, by Asa and Gaz, Mr. Septic Sauce himself. And obviously, they do a great job with the community. They consistently have great shows each and every week. Every week, they're adding more and more spice, <laughs> which is or septic sauce, to the conversation. They had an amazing show this past week. Sell the brand, brother. Talk about it. Yeah, so uh, you can catch me. Well, first, I guess, happy belated MLK Day for those yes, in indeed. the U.S. and indeed. around the world that yes. celebrate the, uh, you know, the, the the civil rights movements of of most of the planet. <laughs> but that was that was championed by MLK here, uh, you know, in in the uh, you in know the early part and middle middle of our, our last century. Uh, so uh, happy MLK Day, and then yeah, f find me on Discord at H Chani and. Uh, and uh, Xbox H Chani 
And uh, yeah, uh, GameOnDaily.com and YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily. Check out last uh, Saturday's episode. We had a lot of fun, a heated debate back and forth uh, with Gaz, me, and uh, Detective Seeds. And Asa, as usual, was just like, uh, I'll just uh, let them keep talking. And <laughs> oh, man, that was a heated discussion. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. It was fun. Um, so <laughs> check that out. Uh, and then uh, I'm on Fonz Gaming's uh, uh, Games Talk Live podcast on uh, Sundays as a co-host uh, at 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern. Uh, check that out. Uh, and, uh, we had fun talking about uh, some of these same topics. Uh, we will, of course, break down everything on uh, Sunday again when we see the developer, de developer direct. Um, and yeah, and then, uh, of course, Wednesday tomorrow we'll be uh, checking out primetime gaming uh, you know here tomorrow uh, for a booms channel and uh, we'll probably be going over I'm, I'm guessing what to expect <laughs> well you know I, I'm like I said I'm, I'm 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 talking to some people behind the scenes and trying to get maybe some tidbits uh, no spoilers obviously I'm trying to think because yep. you know obviously the the big story of the day is the fact that Tom Henderson of uh, uh, put out a, uh, an article today that there is not going to be a shadow drop but there is going to be a fifth game. Yeah. Uh, what is the fifth game? Uh, and obviously, if you remember, according to the leaks, there was that that conversation of uh, a game could be announced uh, for a later date, not being a shadow drop. Maybe there is some truth to that. We're yeah. going to be breaking that down. And obviously within I mean, we're still only two o'clock on on Tuesday and we go live uh, on 7 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday evening. Wednesday, yeah. we, we, we have a lot of time to kind of fill that two hours, but I think the crux of the conversation is expectations, and uh, maybe we're going to get some more reports outside of just not Tom Henderson. Maybe we get something from Tom Warren. Yeah. Maybe we get something from the closer you get, Gordon. right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the closer we get, I would imagine we're going to get some loose lips, sink ships kind of oh, a thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I, I'm um, here for it. Uh, but please continue, Hargeet. Yeah. So just to be uh, you know clear on the definition, technically a shadow drop is announce and release same date. Yes. So, they could announce something for release, uh, you know, on on Thursday, but it's a game we've already known about. And th in that case, it's not technically a shadow drop; it's just a, an announce of a release date, right? And so you might get a full developer direct like level thing on it, and then they're just gonna here it is, go for it, you know. So that is a possibility for a game we already know about, right? But uh, so. It could be like Towerborn, for instance, which they haven't listed. They actually um, just tweeted something right? just yesterday. <laughs> surprisingly enough, they they're not listed to be there, but they they were they were in there asking you know polling the community. Uh, how, do you play co uh, couch co op games? Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's I, again. I, I know it's just a nugget. I mean, they're just out there doing what they do. But <laughs> you know, it's yeah. why why ask that question right before the direct? I, I don't know. Could that because that would be actually a really cool game. To they shadow would. drop. There's also the yeah. rumor, of course, of Double Fine's game, uh, uh, Kiln. Right. Uh, uh, Kiln. Uh, yeah. Kiln uh, is yes. supposed to be there. So, right. We'll Which see. I guess technically that would also not be a full shadow drop because it it has been announced before, right? We know Kiln yes. exists, right. right? It's something that uh, they were working on, and this could just be the hey, we revived it, and here it is. <laughs> <There you laughs> Download go. today, right? Um. So yeah. So we'll we'll have fun talking about that. Uh, but yeah, so definitely check out the go live from uh, Saturday if you want to have a nice <laughs> heated topic. The, the, the heated debate was on the whole third party thing and uh, and, and what that means. So uh, check that out. 
Yeah, we're gonna look forward to that. Obviously, I watched half, and I'm gonna probably watch the other half tomorrow when I'm when I'm you know doing housework because obviously that makes the housework go get done. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Big shout out to nearly 800 people that were here today. Big shout out to all of the super chats and channel members that continue to join. Thanks to the generosity of many people in the chat here. We can't do these big big giveaways without the support of the community, and that's why Mrs. Boom and I want to give back so much, and we are we are doubling down. And, of course, we're going to at least match what we did this year. And, obviously, in December, we gave away $1,500 in two hours. And you didn't even have to be a channel member to win. You didn't have to be a, even subscribed to the channel. We don't ask for that. We ask that you come here, you have fun, you get in the chat, you put the hashtag. If we pick you, and we, if the, if the picker picks you, you win. That's it. Uh, and uh, we're one of the few channels that actually do that. Uh, we don't ask you to sub. We would prefer it, and we'd love to you know, help us get to 15 k but, you know, pe- plenty of people have won that have not been subbed to the channel. So it's just luck at a draw, and it's something that Mrs. Boom and I enjoy doing, and we can't do that without the extreme generosity that has uh, consistently uh, been, uh, you know, given to us on a, on a the show on every show basis. It's unbelievable. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to us. Hopefully, one day, it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. (laughs) 